0: me 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 i've been working on valverde's all the live long day i've been working on valverde's just to pass the time away can you hear them in the podcast valverde can you hear valverde's poppy Valverde.
1: Hey you two Get your asses in here
2: This is the Pyro Podcast, episode 25 of the 2015 offseason. This is show 189, and we're really fired up to get into this show tonight because we actually have three of our awesome Pyro contributors in in the mix with us. And we're going to be doing a mock draft for 12-team PPRs, which is going to be awesome. We're not going to dance around and talk too much. We're kind of going to get right into it. As usual, I got to my left, Houdini. Got Stag Party across the way from me. To my right, Dogmatica. I'm D-Rex. We are Pyromaniac.com. And it's awesome because we got three other Pyromaniacs on the show today as well. Uh, Pyromaniac Mo is with us. Uh, hanging out, and he's going to be drafting with us as well, so that is friggin' awesome. We got OC in the mix, which is terrific. Uh, Another big contributor with us, been doing some great stuff uh, for about a year now, I'd say, maybe a little bit shorter, Um, but awesome work. And then we've also got Um, Justin Height on board as well He's been helping us out with the characters And some art at Pyro And man, you've been a godsend Things look awesome So we're really fired up to have you on the show tonight And it's just something last summer We did a lot more mock drafts than we did this year They're harder, we're trying to get our quality On our video and all that good stuff And it just makes it a little more muddy But hopefully it'll sound good enough And uh, we're going to show you guys uh, How to mock and whatnot. So what's going on boys? (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> I study. I study. Well I, I I was, know, saying, I'll tell you what's going on is I could not look at Dog While he was doing that intro Because if I looked at you I was going to die laughing And I did not want to ruin it Horvath was, was dying of laughter over there He was going nuts, that's for sure
2: uh, Yeah, that's pretty impressive stuff I didn't know he, we got Houdini's our uh, resident desbian you're our uh, resident thespian <laughs> well well done man you really got those pipes awesome stuff uh so tell us stag party about the format of this draft then let's say hi to the guys quickly that are uh, joining us uh, Mo's via a um a hangout and we got the other two guys via skype uh we'll let you guys say hi and whatnot but what's the uh what's the format and what's the draft order stag party
4: uh we're gonna do a twelve team p p r mock draft. Uh, Pretty much our standard scoring system of four points per passing touchdowns, two for interceptions, uh, and then just a single point, full point PPR, uh, in which to kind of get a different look than what we've been getting so far uh, in our previous mocks in the draft kit and uh, on previous podcasts. Uh, The draft order this time, Moe's going to draft first. Uh, Then we got Deanie, we got Justin, uh, OC number one, we got Dog. Uh, Stags at the 6th slot, uh, Houdini again, and then D-Rex has his team, we got Mo again, Staggs again, OC, and Doug, so that's a little bit of everybody, uh, everybody's drafted in a little bit of different draft slots than they're used to, so hopefully, yeah, we're getting a different perspective from guys than what would usually be, especially with the PPR format, And yo, I want to see what Mo has to do with the first overall pick, personally. But before we even get into that, I'd like to know starting. Oh, we're gonna go with a little bit different: uh, two running back, two wide receivers, and one flex for this time. Uh, We'll get a real good flex value uh, compared to just a two wide receiver or three wide receiver, two running back type of league. So this will be, you know, guys having some roster flexibility to either start. Uh, a running back there or a wide receiver or, hey, doubling up on tight ends or something.
3: Well, it's good because it just gives you extra opportunities to have uh, to do what you want to do. you know, we are so popular, like you know, the doorbell just keeps like. Going yeah,
0: I mean, they got people lined up outside to check this, uh, <laughs> tried, this draft. They're
4: trying to get in on this draft, but they, they ain't gonna be allowed.
0: Kicker, defense.
4: Yeah, something like that. We yeah. might forget about them, depending on how long winded you get today, dog. All right, yep.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> well, we're trying to keep it to a minute per pick, so I'll, I'll, I'll shut my
3: mouth. Let's most do it. Let's do a quick introduction. Hey, Mo, why don't you tell everybody and say hello to everybody?
5: Hey, hey, hey! What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. And uh, just to clarify, because I want to make sure everyone hears it out there, we are doing PPR—that's full point PPR,
3: correct, boys? Yes, sir.
0: That is correct.
3: All right, all right. Already, cool. We also got OC. What's up, OC?
6: What's going on, boys? It's actually been almost a year since I very my very first podcast, listening to your PPR, uh, my draft last year, fell in love, and I'm happy to be here. And with that said. Val
0: Very nice. The
1: green hornets caught more fish than you've lied about, Gustafson.
2: And I gotta give, before we press the clock and get going on this draft, a little bow for my tummy. Why would a woman come over
1: at 1.30 in the morning to see you? Just why do you think, bonehead?
2: Because <laughs> I got a lot of Val <laughs> Um, All right, well,
7: should we... Let's we get Hyde his introduction. give Hyde his introduction. Oh, yeah. sorry. What up, Hyde? Hey, what's up, guys? Glad to be here. Part of the uh, Pyro family tonight and uh, drafting amongst the experts in the community.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, we appreciate it. Again, thanks for all you're doing. All of you guys really, really bringing uh, the A game to Pyro. And it's a big, you guys know from how much work there is, it's a lot of work day in and day out. So we all appreciate it for you jumping on board. It's been uh been awesome and a godsend and we wouldn't be able to do it without you. All right. Well,
4: oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> And live with them and shoot them.
8: <laughs> sure
4: so we did. got Mo on the clock with the first overall pick in a 16-round draft. 12-teamer uh, PPR. Mo, you are the man. Tell us your pick. And before I get to that,
5: Doug, the beginning intro was so moving. I took off my pants. I mean, I saluted. I saluted.
2: It's
5: <laughs> the same thing as my book. E-
2: <laughs> Thanks, brother. Much appreciated. Easy, Singletary. Uh,
5: not sure for uh, giving names, but I'm uh, going with Bob Dylan. So my mo number one is: It takes a lot to laugh, a Moreno to cry.
2: <laughs> nice.
5: I'm going with a.
4: He all
2: day. That's what I'm talking about.
3: All
4: right. All right. Houdini's up at number two. Well, this one because
3: he just moved back up to number two in my tiers uh, with the, the suspension down to two games. I will take Le'Veon Bell, especially in PPR format, for uh, once he gets back. Thank you.
0: I like it. I like it. That's actually a great call. He moved up to two in my tiers as well. Who's third on the clock here? What do we got?
7: Hi. Hi. All right, that's me. Uh, I think I'm just going to go ahead and take the safe pick. You got a top four pick, in this case number three, and I'll just go with Eddie Lacy, Fat Eddie.
0: Fat Eddie. Very nice, very nice.
7: And OC, on to you, buddy.
0: Well,
6: I was actually hoping that we had uh, team names this year.
4: Go for it. it. Oh, yeah, go for it. Throw we'll, we'll, we'll intersperse them throughout the draft. So. Sure, gonna have them? You can uh, lead with the team name.
6: Uh, sure, um... Thought a lot about this, and I'll be a Cam Newton's truck driving school.
8: <laughs>
6: <laughs> and since this is a full point PPR, you guys are making it easy for me. Going Jamal Charles.
0: Absolutely. I kind of like that call there. That's a, that's a good one. Um, you know, there was a guy who, I don't know, I don't want to say it, came out of nowhere to Lead the league in receptions last year. Lead the league in targets. Um, this being a full point PPR, I'm going to go a little off the cuff here. I'm going to go with Antonio Bryant or Antonio Brown.
4: The
0: combination. The oh. combination. I'll take them both. I get two picks here. Dez, Dez <laughs> and Antonio. Now I'll take Antonio Brown.
4: Yeah, it makes sense. So after Antonio Brown comes off, you know, you're sitting at six. There's so many different options. Now it's, can I go with my, you know, top-ranked running back? Do I go with the second-ranked wide receiver? Do I go with potentially the first-ranked tight end? Which I don't do, so. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking to the wrong guy. So I'm just going to make the real safe, easy pick. Uh, It might not actually be the safest pick in selecting a C.J. Anderson over a Marshawn Lynch, though. Interesting. I mean, just, just for the PPR, I think he's got the biggest PPR upside of anybody left, Besides potentially a receiver, but I just wanted to start my team with the top flight running back.
3: Okay. All right, well, now you get my uh, second team here. So, what, what, what did you say I am about, about Des? What am I? You're a Desbian. All right, well, this is Team Desbians then. This, this, is this, Desbians. this is the Desbians, and I will take Sir Desbian Bryant.
0: It's a great call.
4: I like it. D Rex, you are on the clock, my friend.
0: All right, well,
2: I like the way this is heading, in all honesty. I think it's going to be a good time. I'm going to start off with my boy, JJ Julio. About to get paid here pretty soon. Uh, Deserves every penny. I love this guy. I would say, probably without many questions, my favorite player in the league. And the name of the team, I'm only doing one, which is pretty good. I'll try and uh, mediate and be a good host here because i got less time or more time to play with myself than these guys who got to draft good teams. But this team is called the Jag Gag Balls. It sounds like
3: a of a guy who does play with himself a lot. Hey,
2: it's apropos. <laughs> hey, what can you do? we got a Jag Gag Balls. So it's not, I, I like Jag Bag. It's one of my favorite words.
3: It's jag out, Gag. Out of,
2: out of Pittsburgh, I think. They like the word Jag. Uh, but there we go. So we got Julio Jones, wide receiver.
4: Mozambique, you are on the clock. Well I was gonna mix
5: it up with my strategies here just for kicks but uh, I think I'm going with best available really and uh, I'm keeping with the Bob Dylan theme. this is my second team. Uh, it's all over now. Alfred Blue is my team name. <laughs> <laughs> and my pick. yeah I'm gonna go with my running back. I'm taking Jeremy Hill.
0: I like oh, I like down there. very interesting.
4: Why, why would you go Hill there against some of the more established names, Mo?
0: Well,
5: on my tiers, he's right up there. I don't know if we're uh, mentioning names that are out there, but... Uh, no, we're not. Looking way, no, I'm looking at the way the first he's round, I thought he just finished fantastic last year. Some of the other guys I've got more question marks with. Uh, I think Hill is trending upward, and you know, with some recent running back injury news, there's few and far between. He's a young guy. I like the way he's trending.
0: Do, 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 are you bothered by the fact he only caught 27 passes last year, just a handful more than Alfred Morris? I'm,
5: I'm really not. He can do it. They just happen to. Go with Gio Moore, uh, but I think he can catch the passes and the way he runs, and he's the goal linebacker. I think he's gonna more than make up for it in touchdowns.
3: Okay. I'm, I'm with you there. I hear you. All uh, right, who's next?
4: Stags! Stagalicious Mr. is Pardon up next. Stagalicious.
0: Stagnation.
4: No, this is Stagalicious. The other team is Stagnation. <laughs> okay. Because that, that's the one that rules the world. But uh, I'm gonna take a very, very safe PPR receiver here. Picking towards the back end of the draft with, you know, running backs, you know, dwindling already. I think I'd much rather have a guy who I feel is going to catch 100 passes than a running back with some question marks. So I'm going to go with DT Demarius Thomas out of Denver, and I'm going to be happy about it.
0: Very interesting. I like
4: it. I like it. You better be happy. It's your first pick. (laughs) I'm going to cry. I'm picking 10 in all my drafts, so... Me and DT have become very good friends. There you as of late. It's
0: not going to bother you that they're
3: going to cut down on the passing this year at all. They're going go to. I'll,
4: I'll believe it when I see it.
3: I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. I mean, the, I think K- I think they will. Kubi- I think Demarius is the guy that's not as affected as
4: much. It's more Emmanuel. I, oh, I shouldn't
3: say the name. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but the thing is, Kubiak and you know the system they ran towards the end of last year with Gase, they they run pass percentages and play call percentages. Uh, yeah, we're pretty much the same. The only thing that was different was the amount of plays. So I don't really think that they're going to slow the offense down enough to have a gigantic impact uh, on Demarius Thomas.
0: Strength of schedule is also a lot tougher this year. Mm-hmm. Last year, they were, I think, one of the easier schedules in the league. And th- this year, uh, Denver's wide receiver strength of schedule is 31st out of, uh, out of 32, obviously. So just
2: All throwing right.
6: that out there. Well,
0: let's
2: get let's get OC. What's your second uh, team name? What are you what are you throwing down with this one? And uh, let us know your pick. Uh, my second team name will be
6: finger banging with JPP Jason Pierre Paul. Oh. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> and he
6: will be finger banging with. Calvin
2: Johnson. Whoa, nice.
0: Mother pus bucket.
6: I don't think JPP can
2: give the shocker anymore, can he? I think the, his shocker days are, are behind him.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think it's a it's a not going to happen unless he, unless he gets like the unless, uh, unless, unless his fingers make uh, like in the royal tenon bombs. He gets like the wood fingers put on. Uh, you know? oh, unless
0: yeah. he switches teams, then he could still do it. Oh, oh that's, that's really bad. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> All right, so uh, with uh, Calvin off the board, who I was gonna be very happy taking there, um, uh, I have two. I'm on the wrap here. I'm on the wrap around as, 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 we're, as long as we're on the uh, JPP
4: Give me a uh, Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: all right, with, with this team, I'm gonna start out with a, a, the wide receiver running back combo. I'm just gonna throw them both out there right now. Um, give me, give me Lynch and give me Beckham. I think Beckham, if he if he plays the way he did last year, is a very good chance, especially in PPR, to uh, end up right at the top there. And I think Lynch just never slows down. Um, he's a steady force that will keep my team uh, going every single week. I, I don't have a problem there.
2: All right. Good stuff.
6: All right. Let's I'll see.
0: give you guys my team names later, too. So. Okay. It's back to you, OC. What you got?
6: Well, my finger-banging team is off to a and start, so Calvin Johnson followed with the main man
4: in Green Bay, Jordy Nelson. All right. Oh, I was definitely expecting a different pick for me there, OC. I was, definitely expe- I was definitely expecting to see a, a, a different boy that we won't name yet. I was definitely expecting a running back from you right there.
2: No names. No, no names. names. All right, let's get
4: going. Uh, let's get going Stagnation. for a stag
2: party. We have got to kind of motor through this a little better. We're gonna be really long podcast.
4: Oh, there's so many picks to make, but this is something I never do. But in the second round, I think I like the value a lot more. So Gronk is gonna be my Gronk is gonna be my guy here. Interesting. I like
0: it. Interesting. He got hurt today, by the way. <laughs> Finger banging along with uh, JPP over there.
4: Oh whatever, dog. Oh whatever,
2: what ifs. All right, who's up next? Mo. Mo too. This is blue.
5: I am probably going to be in the minority here, but he is my boy. I've been I've been fighting for him. I think Trestman's going to uh, really increase uh, his receptions. I'm going with Justin Forsett.
0: Very interesting. Very interesting. He will no. definitely increase those those uh, those catches. Just whether uh set sticks around all year. Last year I don't want to say it was an anomaly, but he had never done that before. It'll be interesting to see what the split is this year with uh, a, a, a player like Javorius Allen, you know, sitting there with him who can who can make plays the way, same way he does. Uh, he had a couple of bangers behind him before. and Somebody to take the load off of him a little bit. It'll be interesting, but I do like uh, what he can possibly do in a Tresman offense, that's for sure.
2: Well, this guy tried to, uh, I'm upright. Mm-hmm. Yep. This guy tried to have a party With only females at it At his gig Good And guys, he was, I was trying to drop loads him on a lot of people, and the dumbass made it in. It was a, uh, a Buffalo Bills-sanctioned event. <laughs> the team's like, uh, you're not allowed to just invite broads to your party and say it's sponsored by the Buffalo Bills. Not, kind, not the kind of team or area we're in, but God bless him. I still like the upside on this guy. I kind of hate him as a person, and I think he's a big mouth. But uh, LaShawn McCoy, Shady, is going to be. Um, I need a running back. I feel like the drop-off is
3: pretty severe um, post-him So I'm going with McCoy. I I agree with you that the drop-off is pretty severe here because that's who I was going to take. Me too. Uh, So now now I am going to leave the running back position, and the Desbians are going to add some depth to the wide receiver position. Mike Evans, come on down! Wow, Houdini.
4: I really want to ask you how you're taking him over a certain guy, but we're not talking about those guys yet. Yeah, we're not. So I you, you mean one of my other guys you're talking about? I'm talking about the guy I'm about to take right now. Go ahead. And AJ Green. How can you take an AJ how can you take a Mike Evans over an AJ Green? Well, because I have him higher on my tears.
3: <laughs> That's number one. Uh, but number two, it's for me, I, I look at what Mike Evans did last year. This is a guy that now when you when you bring in Jameis Winston, he did it with crap ass Josh Tears of McCown and and Mike. Crimea a River, Glennon, you know, Opie Taylor. I, I, there's no reason, Napoleon Dynamite, I'm sorry. There's no reason to think that with Winston there and his ability and what he did for Johnny Manziel and all these different things, we're just seeing he's just a dominating wide receiver. I like the growth, and I like the fact that the Tampa Bay has a great straight the schedule AJ Green is coming on in Hugh Jackson's offense, where they are going to be a run-heavy offense, probably running the ball 55 percent of the time, and there are more mouths to feed out there now in Cincinnati just because of the simple fact that you have everybody healthy that weren't there last year. So that's why I'm going Mike Evans.
0: Oh, that that, that works right. Solid, solid. <laughs> All right. Um, wow. Well, I you know I, I really didn't I didn't want to do this, but i I'm, I'm going to have to do this at this point. Uh, I, I thought that I might get a, a guy or two slipping down to me, but it turned out uh, I'm just going to have to do this. I'll, I'll take a Matt Forte here. Uh, I know that the offense has changed a little bit back to more of a, a run-based offense, but um, I think it'll work out. He'll still get a, a good number of receptions. It'll help him out, PPR. Uh, the offense will still be based around him. He's still the workhorse there. and uh, when, when Cutler inevitably fails, they'll go to him even more. So There we go.
3: That's not bad por- uh, pairing him with Antonio Brown too,
0: Yeah, so. absolutely you know, a
3: team of yesteryear <laughs> <laughs> A team of go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> uh, OC
6: Well, Don just took my My forte pick So after Jamal Charles uh, Cam Newton's truck driving school Will be taking None other than last year's number one DeMarco Murray
0: There you go not a bad call right there. It's
2: great. Well, both of
3: those guys were, were the next two best available on my fears yeah. in that order. I So
0: I
2: think uh, OC officially the drop off is after him of the you know the guys that you think he really can go into a season counting on as a running back one, and if you get him as a running back two, which maybe you did on this team, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, that's running back that's, that's, uh, that's a that's a great time. So good pick, good pick. Hate
7: okay so i was late guys coming up with the team name but in honor of being late i'm going to name my team uh the always late in honor of axel rose use your collusion which i came up with tonight i like it nice. now uh as for my pick uh the, the last running back the last two running backs i already have eddie Lacey. i started off with a really great i think power back i wanted to obviously throw in a wide receiver uh but then i saw forte and uh of course uh Who was the last guy that just went? DeMarco. Uh, DeMarco. So those are going to be my picks. So now I don't like the receivers. I don't really like the running backs. I'm going to go ahead and take a dive and take Andrew Luck. Yeah.
2: Mm. All right, man. We were always surprised when uh, Andrew Luck made it to the third round. So uh, it's a great pick.
0: It's a good place to get him. It's going to be a steadying force on your team. I like it.
2: Now, now, height, I got a question. You live in uh, Louisville. And uh, you're you're a uh, you're a Notre Dame fan, and you're a a Bengals fan. Uh, how do you feel as being a Bengals fan? How do you feel about the Colts and Luck outside of fantasy, and when he's not on your team?
7: Well, the thing is, I'm actually from Cincinnati. I moved here for work uh, a couple years ago, and they actually carry the Colts games here. Um, I'm a very diehard Bengals fan. I love them. I uh, uh, obviously went through a lot of stuff in the 90s. Uh, a lot of people around here, you know, you see a lot of Colts bumper stickers. And, I mean, you can't argue with the success of the Indianapolis Colts, but the Bengals will always be my team. They're kind of an underdog team, and uh, that's where my heart's at. Right on, buddy.
3: Alright, who's up next? I just remember the Bengals back in the day with the Kenny Anderson days was okay. when I was started watching them. He had a killer mustache. Sure did. Mustache Monday.
2: He, I think he was the second ever Mustache Monday on our Facebook page. Facebook.com forward slash pyromaniac. Uh, I'm going to drop some quick pyro uh, promos in there. The king of all pyro promo givers, might Maybe Mo, Throw in a couple pyro promos during this show. Nobody does it better, buddy.
5: Can do... Can do. In fact, uh, we've got episode, I believe it's six coming up, which I'm going to be asking Houdini to guess with me so we can do some uh, looking back and see how we did on uh, the drafts here today, what we do different. So it'll be good uh, introspective coming up very soon.
3: Looking forward to it. Nice. But I'm looking forward also to my pick right now.
4: Oh,
0: that was oh, a nice segue You like that? All right, now shut up Foul
1: <laughs> Colder than a witch's titty out there, isn't it?
3: <laughs> in fact, it is It's hotter than a witch's titty in here, though So I'm taking my guy Who uh, is the other receiver Who I had just behind AJ Green in my tiers Of my new tiers T.Y. Hilton Wow Yes so that, and I paired him with uh, with Le'Veon Bell. So I will, luck would have been definitely in consideration had he fallen to that point, but he gone. He gone. Mozambique, back to you, baby, on the rap. Oh, yeah, and so that team name for me, by the way, because I got to have something funk in there. If this is, we're going to funk you up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a funk.
3: <laughs>
2: All right, Mo, what you got, buddy?
5: Well, uh, I know you boys in Chicago, and I've heard some naysaying with Alshon, but I think he's going to improve on his uh, 85 receptions. I'm going with Alshon
4: Jeffrey. Alrighty, and you're following that up how? Well,
5: let's take a look here. Uh, Alshon, (laughs) then...
4: (laughs) Putting you on the spot. (laughs)
5: You know what? I'm a...
4: Take your I'm time, buddy. Keeping
5: it, I'm keeping it in the Norse division. I'm going to take Randall
4: Cobb. I mean, you're, that's the whole division you're taking right now. You got you, doing, baby? you got a Viking, you got a Bear, and you got a Packer. Now you just got to fight. and Randall. And now you're just going to take Joik Bell in the fourth round and complete the trifecta. Hey,
5: please dude, do. Don't get on me just because I'm a Motown boy at heart.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of my girl, um, I'm going to take my running back that I have as the end of the drop-off, or the the, the bottom end there. I've been talking about him all all summer. I'm not backing away from it. I believe in his potential this year. I got Le'Veon Bell, so I already got my, my crazy PPR running back. Give me Mark Ingram. Take him,
2: yeah. <laughs> just take him.
1: Yeah. I don't know
3: why you like
0: that guy so much.
2: We're
3: gonna find out when he scores the 13 touchdowns this year. I thought
0: there was If he could do, do that in the 11 that games, I'll be active. <laughs> I'm all for it. If he does that, I'll be impressed. Him.
4: um, hi, back to you, buddy.
7: Alright, so this is an interesting spot in the draft Where you look at the uh, rest of the not quite elite receivers Um, And I I see a lot of good uh, names there And and there's about five of them And I think most of us can follow along And and notice who those five or maybe even six are I'm just going to go ahead and pick one of them right now Uh, And I'm just going to go with Jordan Matthews Who I think will have a big, big year this year In the Philly offense
0: I like it I'm a big fan there We all read
7: today,
2: you know we all read the article today That Sam Bradford saying I don't think I've ever seen a guy catch so many balls He's going into a second year They got uh, The situation looks pretty much perfect Obviously I think uh, even a better part of it Is if Bradford does get hurt Don't you love a Sanchez chucking the ball to this guy Just as much so Uh, Good pick That guy is just going to be moving up and moving up On uh, ADP and, and, and draft boards All month OC,
4: back to you, baby.
6: All right, so Cam Newton's truck drive at school. We started with the two running backs, good PPR value. I'm not too happy with the wide receiver drop-off after Randall Cobb, T.Y. Hilton. So I'm going to go with, uh, I think, our overall number two quarterback, Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, kind of saw that coming there. Which, to be quite honest, I'm happy with. Because there is a wide receiver out there that I'm... I'm I don't know. I'm I'm a bit skeptical on it. But if the guy stays healthy throughout the entire year, I'm going to be a big fan. First of all, I I came up with my team name for for, for this team here. I'm going to combine the last names of my first two picks. I'm going to say... Going down to Brown Town is my forte. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so... My pick here. Did you switch teams? or No, it's uh, just, just it's, all right. We'll, we'll keep that on the down low, <laughs> so, sort JPP. of speak.
3: JPP will tell you later.
0: Yeah. All right, so with this team, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pair Antonio Brown with a guy that I know D-Rex was hoping was going to drop to him, Mr. Brandon Cooks. Ah, I was hoping. I could see this guy actually getting 100 pre- receptions this year. And I can see him. Yeah, yeah, I think he's got a lot of potential in a PPR league for sure. Uh, I mean, is it? A, it's not the sexiest pick right there, and it's not the surest thing. Uh, maybe going out on a limb, but I know I'm going to get a sure thing in Antonio Brown, and, and Forte is a pretty sure thing too. I'm willing to take a risk here. Good, good stuff. I know who Stags is taking.
4: Do you make my pick for him? I'll I'm make pretty it. Pretty sure, yeah. I'm pretty I
0: can sure. make it for you.
4: Go for it.
0: I, I think he. Does the javelin throw in a movie that we all know? Lamar?
3: Lamar? La-ma? That's where I was La-ma? going.
4: Lamar? That's where I was going. I think you boys are wrong. Really? Yeah. My plan, my plan right now is to take a DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, your other oh, guy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. I just like the value at running back. In the 20 range, a little bit more than I like the value at wide receiver in the 20 range. I think Hopkins has 100 catch potential because they're going to pepper this guy with targets. Who else on that team is getting targets?
0: So, would be yeah. interesting if he could beat triple teams <laughs> with no running back now. No. And no quarterback. <laughs> and no quarterback.
3: Yeah, but at the same time, he moved up my tears after the Aaron Foster news for me because he is the last... Good player that you have on that team, so I could easily see him him being one of those guys that uh, you know he may be targeted like twelve times and only get six catches, but he's going to get a ton of targets.
5: Without Foster there, though, don't you think they're going to spend more guys, more uh, attention? To
3: New Hopkins, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He's going to still get it because he's averaging 12 to 15 targets and still coming down with only half of those as catches. He's still going to be a very productive wide receiver if he's going to get you six, seven catches a week.
0: As we were talking about earlier today, though, I think that. His yards per catch definitely goes down because defenses to be playing back against that pass a little more because they don't have to worry about the run as much. They'd have That's to, what I mean. Yeah, yeah they, they they would be bunching the line last year to stop Foster, which they still couldn't even really do. But they're not going to be worried so much about Blue as much anymore, or or, or, or Polk or whoever else it's going to Grimes, whoever's going to get the ball there, and they're going to be double teaming Hopkins constantly. So it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see if he could beat those double teams. Like you said, you're right. Twelve. 12 targets a game, that wouldn't shock me at all. But if he you know, only comes down with six catches and his yards per catch goes down a couple yards per catch, uh, he still only had, what, six touchdowns last year? I don't see that really going up. Um, he had 127 targets. I could maybe see 140, but I don't think that gets him that much more, and I don't think the touchdowns Well, if he's go- getting
3: 12 targets a game, it's going to be more than 140.
0: Because- he's not getting 12 a game. He'll get... You know, 12 here and there. But I think he's got
4: 10 targets a game potential with being the only weapon on that offense. There were two, three players in the entire
0: league that had 10 targets per game last okay. year. Antonio Brown, Demaryius Thomas, and Julio Jones. You're telling me that he's going to join those guys? That I think he's, he's got a chance. Okay. I, mean, is I, that I just more... wanted to hear your opinion on that. <laughs> is that
4: more opportunity or being the only guy? Or is it because of just talent? I mean... There's a mix of him being the only guy because Andre Johnson got 140 targets on that team last year. Yeah, it's, it's, hey, we didn't, didn't let look, Houdini
2: respond so much to his Ingram. He said, "All right, let's see how it plays out <laughs> at the end of the year. That's the road you got to take. We'll talk. We'll talk in five minutes. You, you can battle all you want. They're,
3: you're not going to change their opinion. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> especially it's mine. Just say, I'll let the play speak yeah. for itself, and we'll, we'll reconvene on this later. We just hope it's not another one of those. Uh, for some
2: reason, Robert no. Saints."
3: Yeah, I know, I know. I know Saints, I know, I know. sometimes
2: it's like you're at Mardi Gras in the middle of it and you're drinking too many uh, too many of those things. Well, let's hope that uh, it's not the Saints
3: and Brandon Cooks, too. So let's, you know, let's... I will tell you he was the best <laughs>
0: PPR guy left, I, I believe. I mean, there's a couple other guys that c- could maybe join him close, but uh, he's definitely the best PPR right, guy. right,
3: let's move this along. I'm going to take the guy that you should have taken, and I need the running back because the Desbians already got Des and Mike Evans. Wow. So give me Lamar Miller. I like it, especially with all the hamstring and and, uh, issues. uh, How do you say it? Is it a G? A Jai. A Jai. He's having problems, so it's uh, solidifying Lamar Miller right now for me. Alright, I like it.
2: So then now, uh, the Jag Gag balls are up. (laughs) Um, And we got a nice Julio Into a Lashawn. I like the upside on this thing I'm going to go slow and steady At my favorite position, a guy that I'm high on I think he can get 80-90 to catches Which helps in the PPR I just think uh, there's going to be a lot of opportunities For this rookie, Amare
0: Cooper In in terms Um, of PPR I like it
4: Third round feels early Yeah, just a little bit I feel it's early
2: Fair enough, but I'm not going to try and convince you (laughs) otherwise (laughs) I mean, we'll <laughs> wait and yeah. we see. I'm going by my tears, and my tears got him early. That's what we do. Mozambique.
5: Going off
2: script here.
5: I think I'm gonna go with uh, my man in Indy and take Frank Gore.
2: Wow, that was gonna be who my. It was between Frank Gore and Amari Cooper. So that's, uh, that's a that's a. I don't even.
4: I don't even know if that's off script with the. Uh, Two running back and a flex. You're still filling a starter there in the
3: third round. Which is interesting. So you're the only team now that, through three rounds, has three running backs. You got it.
0: Very interesting.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I
0: mean, yeah, it's a good pick there. He was the top left in my tiers for sure, and he has potential big time.
4: Uh, I'm going to take a guy who could have a big step forward if he can just catch the damn ball, Uh, you know, more than half the time, and that's a Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, uh, um, I just think his touchdown potential, you know, combined with Demarius and Gronk, and, you know, I could get, like, 40 touchdowns combined out of those three guys. <laughs> yeah, that's an, a real optimistic look at it, but it, it's a potential thing that could happen with just their big playability. Agreed.
3: All right, we got uh, OC. This is the, the, the JPP's finger bang.
6: Yep. Yeah. So I have to go on uh, Johnson-Nelson 1-2 Going with the uh, running back uh, I really Even though I'm a Chargers fan I really like what the Raiders are doing this year So yeah, after Cooper um, The emergence of Derek Carter His rookie year I'm going with Latavius Murray I think he's going to catch a lot of the backfield And run a lot too So it's going to be pretty good for them
3: Good times. Interesting.
0: Interesting.
4: I right. thought
2: I thought you do you you like him? No, Mo. That's Moe's guy. Mo no, I,
4: I like Latavius Murray a okay. lot. He's okay. uh top sixteen running back or so for me. He was
3: the next on my board and that's uh twelve fourteen. I have him up at fourteen. Wow.
4: Hmm. Okay. Good stuff. All right, who's up next? Dog's thinking about his tears now he has to knock him down to keep the collective low. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's the strangest thing. That that's my guy, by the way, Latavius.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but now he has to think about how to knock us down. Back
0: to- <laughs> you know, you guys got to get back into reality here. I, mean, I might have talked him up too much early in his career. Uh, he's a first two downs back. He's not going to be playing on third downs as much as you guys think. It's it's still third downs is not going to be his forte this year, and he's never carried a load. He's been injury-prone for a long time. It's going to be interesting. I'm a huge fan of his talent. He's an awesome player. So,
3: obviously, then, this leaves you at an advantage because you weren't going to take him, and now you got wraparound picks, so where are you going?
0: I do have wraparounds here. I, I'm, I'm very good at the uh, the, the wraparound picks here. Uh, Alright, I'm going to go against what was just going on here with um, with O.C., and he he's spouted out the, uh, the, the being in love with San Diego. I, I do like what the possibilities are there for the rookie there. I am going to take a Melvin Gordon there. Um, I think
4: I think if OC would have took Melvin Gordon there, knowing how you feel about Latavius Murray, he could have came back around in the fourth and gotten Latavius after taking Gordon first. It's possible. Well, I agree with well that. But here's, here's the question. What's the difference between Roy Hallou
6: and Woodhead? Stealing third down run work, and
0: uh, catches out of Uh backfield? There, there's not a whole hell of a lot. But I know that Melvin Gordon can carry a load and isn't going to go down at the, fir- you know, the first sight of an ant in his way. Uh, you know, and that, that's not saying that... I mean, I'm just saying that Latavius could trip over the ant and, and, and break his, his wrist. You know, Latavius is <laughs> just a little brittle for, for my taste. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of his talent. I think he's more talented than Melvin Gordon, to be quite honest. I think he's more talented than some of those top 10 backs, to be quite honest. but until I see him actually put together a full year of doing something, I'd have a tough time trusting it. Melvin Gordon is somebody who can stay out there and uh, he needs to work on his pass pro. I understand that, but uh, I don't know he's got a lot of potential out there, and I do like what San Diego does with that offense too. I'm still iffy on Oakland. Um, so Melvin Gordon's going to be one of mine. And I, th- th- this next pick is, is wow, it's, it's super-duper tough. I'm having a real tough time figuring this one out, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, I'm, I'm actually talking so much that so I can't figure it out in my head. Okay, I'll give you some time.
2: Val, Val Verde. Verde.
1: Looks like Chooks taking a ride in the wild baloney pony. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Alright, so, I, I, screw it, I, I'm taking a freaking chance here. Give me a C.J. Spiller.
1: Spiller and
4: Manila. I I saw something crazy today. I, I was doing a mock somewhere, and CJ Spiller went in the first round, and I almost blew my brains out.
0: Oh, I would have blown my brains
2: like, out.
4: too I, I've been seeing some crazy things happening in mock drafts lately. And they they revolve around Amir Abdullah. Yeah, Abdullah Justin, was in the
2: first rounder in that one
4: too. Justin Forsett, and uh, who did I just mention? Spiller. Spiller. Yeah. Those three guys sneaking into the first round of PPR drafts. Uh, and I'm just losing my mind.
0: Well, that's like, way too much to, to boost those guys up.
4: Hap- I hope if they get taken like that in my
3: draft.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, mean yeah, too,
3: that just allows me to draft. Three extra players <laughs> that are just going to fall to me that, that have just been slotted. That's, that's, that's...
0: When it comes to fourth round, though, and you think about what's happened in the New Orleans Saints offenses of the past, and I don't, as much as they say they're going to change it, I, I'll believe it when I see it. They said they were going to change it last year, and it didn't all that much they, they have huge plans for C.J. Spiller, and he is going to be an absolute monster, especially in the PPR. Yeah, yeah. I, He's not first-round monster-type talent, but when you get him in the fourth in a PPR in a 12-man draft, I don't think that that's too much of a reach, uh, to be quite honest. He, he could end up, and we've seen it with those with those New Orleans backs. He could end high, up top 15, top 10, top 15 in, in he, terms of the back.
4: And here's the thing. I'm going to mention one guy's name, just because I have to. But he could almost have an Edelman-like season receiving. Like 75, 80 catches for 800 yards... You know, something like that. Yeah. But then you're also going to get the bonus of his rushing.
0: Yeah,
2: exactly. So
4: that's that's what kind of upside he has as a PPR player. Exactly. You know, when
2: Lamar Miller gets hurt, or Lamar. Uh, Mark, Ingram, or Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Smith gets injured. When he gets hurt, when he gets hurt, he's going to have the full load too.
0: There you go. <laughs> Actually, Kyrie Robinson will, will, will take over, but
4: I mean, he was listed with the threes. This is the only thing that's sort of concerning, but. I don't think the running de- back no, depth it, chart really matters. No, no, because right. he's, a lot of teams
3: that, do that. He's, he's their New receiving back. running back. Exactly. So it's running back three, but it's just... It's a, it's, he's, a, he's a category all on his own. It's, a, it's like
0: the Jets uh, listing Jason Morrow as the third uh, uh, tight end because he's the H-back. They just don't have a position on the depth chart for him. Right. OC,
2: what, what's the finger bangers doing? Well, after Murray, my first running
6: back... I actually did, was looking right at C.J. Spiller. Dog took him. But even though it's one-point PPR, I still don't understand kind of the, the downfall, the hate for Alfred Morris. But he's you know been a 1,000-yard rusher for uh, all three of his years, at least eight, seven, seven, eight touchdowns each year. And even though it's been going down, um, his first three years have been like steady, steady decline. He's still above the... the Century mark in rush yards, and I actually think that the Redskins are going to be better this year, so it's going to go right on up. So often yeah. Morris
0: and the Redskins happen to have a really easy uh, strength of schedule uh, for the running back position, sixth in the league. So definitely bodes well for him, and I, I'm with you. I think he's going to do a lot better than people think this year. And I know that they they, they drafted uh, 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 what's his freaking name, Jones. Mike, Matt Jones. Yeah. Um, but still
2: <laughs> Don't mention players
4: <laughs> All right. Okay one of the guys Who at the running back position Might have the most upside We know there's lots and lots of drawbacks With his health With not being able to carry the full load With not being able to score touchdowns uh, Because his team will vulture him from him But I've got you know One of the vultures on the outside So I think I could balance it With getting Jonathan Stewart I was hoping he was going to fall to me Nah, not nah. this time, buddy. Tips. Uh, you know, I, I have no guys, or my guys might not provide a ton of yardage. I've got no running backs. Uh, so, right now, I think Jonathan Stewart's the highest upside guy. And if he could stay healthy, he could finish as a top 10 back potentially.
0: Uh, you like having two Panthers on your starting. Team.
4: Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
3: just making sure you're <laughs> you Hey, they're boltering each <laughs> other. You know, when dog is, 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 uh, is, is wondering about your big When he asks you questions. Yeah. About, <laughs> he, he, comes, he comes in and let it. Let, I instead just of did that know. rough
2: around the edges dog bark. It's so more like, my,
3: so, I'm pontificating here. me hey, let me, let me put my do? arm around you and walk <laughs> around the corner. So, did you think it was a good idea when you pulled your penis out? <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
3: nice.
4: Mozambique, back to you.
5: Well, this is the team with uh, three running backs. I got a few options here for my wide receivers. Tossing up a coin here, but, you know, I'm going to go with Emmanuel Sanders. I know uh, the talk is he may not quite get the numbers. He's still got Peyton Manning. It's a prolific offense, and uh, I like what he can do. I'm, I'm going with
2: Sanders. All right. Like it. Like it. All right. This is going to be a tough one for the kid. A lot a lot of good times here and the next time around there's not going to be nearly as many so uh, hmm, let me talk through it a little bit nike's gonna get a little rookie heavy if I go that route
4: yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Don't worry, there's we reckon
3: <laughs> Alright,
2: I gotta go with the highest guy on my tiers At this point And it's a risk And I know Dog is gonna think I'm nuts And that'll be two picks in a row that I've gone high on But the upside, if lo and behold This guy gets his action I just gotta take it, I'm taking
4: Todd Gurley Wow, ah, alright yeah, I put that in before you called it Yeah, you did
0: <laughs> Cool. They actually just stated about an hour ago that he's definitely almost definitely going to be out for at least the first two games. Not even going to suit up. i know you're fine with that. that I know you're sick. fine with that, but then they're going to ease him in Possibly, um, over the next like four games.
2: He's the start. biggest
4: risk reward pick in a draft at this point. I'm gonna be
2: able to get some gems at the position. If the guy fucking hits in the second half,
3: I'll take it. And it's a fourth round pick. It's not like you're, you didn't you didn't go super super. Yeah, I right. mean, so, I took
4: Jonathan Stewart. We're not without warts right. here. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, but <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I was
3: I, I it's my pick now. So the, the Desbians are back up. So I got my Des Bryant, Mike Evans, Lamar Miller. Um, I wanted Jonathan Stewart. I wanted to add that extra running back here, but I look at it now, and you took Gurley, so I still I still have on my list, I got eight running backs that I think that I like. So I'm, I'm hopeful, you know, I don't have, I got more than eight picks, but I'm figuring that other players are going to go. <laughs> so I'm hopeful that one of those eight's going to fall back to this team in the next round. But I got a guy that I know that I love, I know the dog loves, that I can't believe is still sitting here. He'll be my flex wide receiver. Give me Martavis
0: Bryant. Damn
3: it! <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, it just sitting out like a sore thumb, and uh, and I had to take him. So okay. I got he moved all the way up for me to number fifteen.
2: One oh, thing nice. I, he yeah. moved down for me. I yeah, moved down for me too. One thing that I loved, I believe it was the Thorman interview that you did, Mo. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Thorman. Is that right? Where he was talking about Martavis. And how I, I guess I shouldn't be talking about this because it's another player down the road, but probably won't even get drafted. But he had some interesting stats on how Martavis versus um, the uh, Wheaton. Wheaton Where, I'll let you talk. Go for it, Mo. But I thought that was really interesting. I, it made me kind of re reevaluate a little bit. My, uh, I've never been as high on him as you guys have been. But what what do you got for us, Mo?
5: Yeah, I believe it was the Thorman. Uh, just a quick Pyro promo. If you uh, want to check out what some other guys are talking about in the industry here at Pyro we're trying to uh, break down walls not build barriers I did an interview with Matt Waldman and uh, the Pat Thorman from PFF was very interesting we were talking about uh, Big Ben coming out recently and saying that Wheaton is gonna be the number two Uh, now things can change but recently he did come out Big Ben said Wheaton's gonna be the number two in three wide sets Uh, Wheaton will move to the slot and Bryant will be on the outside. But here's some stats I looked up. First two from PFF last year. Wheaton on passing snaps, 507. Bryant, 208. The rest of these are from FF today. Wheaton, 86 targets last year. Bryant, 48. Last year, Wheaton, 53 receptions. Bryant, 26. Wheaton, 644 yards. Bryant, 549. Uh, clearly, it's the TDs, which we all know are not repeatable, and they, are, they can be iffy. Wheaton only had two receiving TDs. Bryant had eight. Um, Wheaton finished the year as the 59th wide receiver. Bryant was the 41st. But really, if you look at the targets, receptions, yards, and just the amount that Wheaton was in, he almost doubled, he more than doubles, the passing snaps that Bryant was in on.
4: Yeah, but but Bryant didn't come in until like week six. And who did more with those snaps? Uh, Bryant's points per uh, snap were the highest of any player in the NFL. In the NFL. Uh, His points per touch were the highest player of anybody in the NFL. So he's a guy who, with more, is going to have the opportunity to do so much more. You're betting on the upside there. The other thing that I'll make is the comment that I
3: always make about touchdowns. Yes, you can't always count on touchdowns. But the one thing that you know, when a guy comes into the league... Are you a touchdown receiver or are you not? Marcus Wheaton has proven that he is not. Martavis Bryant has proved in his 26 catches that he is.
0: And other than that, last two things, because Bryant is one of my favorites this year. He's worked his balls off this this offseason to improve his game. And that guy has really improved. And second, flat out, you just look at those two players, which one passes the eye test? It's Bryant. Clearly, it's not even—it's not even close. Martavis Bryant passes that eye test, and Wheaton just flat out doesn't. Bryant gets my
3: Val Val
4: 30. 30. Yeah,
1: it looks like Chuck's taking the skin vault to Tuna Town.
4: In PPR, I'm going to take a real unsexy pick here, and I'm going to—even though it should be like 90 catches last season, 99 catches whatever it was for a Golden Tate. Yes, he did most of his damage with the Calvin Johnson out. But even with him in the game as a PPR receiver, he still averaged a pretty solid, you know, four catches for 60 yards and then his touchdowns were intermittent. So, but at this point, I'm just looking for a flex player who I feel can give me, you know, 10 points a week and I think Golden Tate can do that.
0: Glad you took him. Dogmatics, you're on, buddy. Um, I'm not even gonna t- talk much about him. Actually, yeah, I will. Uh, he, he's going to be a three-down back, plain and simple. He has no competition, um, and it's going to be moved towards a more run-heavy team. I know he's a rookie, but TJ Yeldon. That's all I got to say. I was gonna. That was between him and Gurley. Gurley. I knew it was between him and Gurley for you.
4: And I debated between him and Tape, but. I, I love a Yeldon
2: this year. Yeah. I think I think it's I think that is one of the teams. There's, there's a few teams I think are gonna make a paradigm shift from zero power and numbers to two or three guys, and I think uh, the Jaguars are one of them with Yeldon. He's gonna have a season a couple years ago like Lacey did. I think. OC,
4: back to you.
6: Yeah. So Newton's truck driving school Started out with Charles Murray, then to Aaron Rodgers. Don't have a wide receiver yet, but I still see one that I can see as my number one, and that is Andre Johnson. The whole Colts offense is going to beast this year, and him and T.Y. could easily be uh, a cobb Jordy type.
0: I I agree. I think that people are underestimating what uh, Andre Johnson has left in the tank, and you put him in an offense like that, it it could end up being scary. Uh, I mean, if he takes over the old Reggie Wayne Role and what Reggie Wayne used to do. Forget about it. I and mean, That guy's going to be a top 15 receiver, top 15, top 20 for sure. Uh, but I mean, he is. The sky's the limit for that guy. His career is not over. As a matter of fact, he, he said outright he feels like he's 20 years old again playing with
6: him. I, I also have an awesome bet with D Rex with Andre Johnson.
0: Uh, you do? I still think I'm going to be good with it. But give it, let people know what,
2: what we got going on, buddy.
6: But It's Standard League, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, think the Standard League. I say Andre Johnson is going
4: to outscore Kevin White. I don't think you're... <laughs> is even... You got odds?
2: <laughs> no. Yeah, I... No, flat out. My guy's winning that one. <laughs> and there's no injury to save... bail anyone out. So. I'm going
0: to tell you right now, I-, I bet you that Andre Johnson that not, not doubles, <laughs> but it's going to be darn close to doubling yeah. the fantasy points.
2: <laughs> you're crazy.
0: I-, I wish that Kevin White was uh, was healthy. I would not be saying the same thing. Mo.
2: You're on mute, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: we
4: love you, Mo. You're right. up, brother. There you go.
5: Sorry, I was calculating the distance to the sun while I was doing. Or is it? Football. No, it's height. Uh, it's, so... yeah, it's just in oh. sun. interesting stat I heard the other day that uh, uh, Andrew Luck has never had a double-digit touchdown wide receiver in his NFL career.
4: And Andre Johnson has never never had double-digit touchdowns in his
2: career. They're <laughs> match
7: made in
0: heaven.
4: Height on you.
7: Yeah, that was an excellent pick, Andre Johnson. I was sitting there silently staring at him. Um, great pick there. Uh, at this point in the draft, uh, you, you gotta take a few chances. I know I've read a lot uh, recently that you know you can play it safe up to a certain point, and sooner or later you gotta start you know start taking your shots. And uh, I'm gonna take a shot right here with a guy that I believe. Uh, As a potential to possibly lead his team uh, on the ground, uh, I, I expect him to possibly get into the end zone this year. Uh, I could be completely wrong, but here goes the first uh, shot in the dark with Amir Abdullah early. There you go. Dude.
2: At least it
4: wasn't the first round. That's that's <laughs>
2: not early, man. He's shooting up a lot of places, and I I I like. What what do you like height about him? What are you thinking is going to be his season? Uh, going in as a rookie, and every, Barry Sanders was giving him quotes today. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on, well, you know, not projections, but what do you think he, he could do this year?
7: I mean, that's just it. Everything I'm reading uh, from the guy, it's it's explosion. They're saying he's, uh, you know, lighting up the flash photography every day in training camp. Uh, everybody's leaving uh, Lions practice, and, and all everybody wants to write about right now is Amir Abdullah. And, I, and I'm just looking at, uh, you know, Joy Bell, obviously a solid, solid back. Um, we all know the uh, the report on Joy Bell uh, not being able to stay healthy, and I'm not going to take anything away from a guy like Joy. But I think Amir Abdullah has got everything going for him right now as a rookie, uh, the, the spotlights. On. he's on the right team that can move the ball and uh, it's just a matter of whether he can get it done you know, it could be his team Sweet, I, I agree
2: man he's, he's one of those guys that's really exciting it's, it's roll the dice, he could be explosion factor winning championships and uh, you know, maybe it's just not his year, but I, I, I'm, I'm in and I agree, I just took a chance on Gurley he's a guy right there with Yeldon I think Yeldon's the safest pick but uh, Amir Abdullah was right there with those guys to take a, go for a
3: home run upside type pick uh, who's up? Teeny dog. Yeah. Uh, so, we're going to funk you up, and uh, we got uh, Le'Veon Bell, T.Y. Hilton, and Mark Ingram. So, there's actually, I, I kind of want to go in a couple different ways here, and I'll explain more when it comes back around. So, with this pick, I'm going to, and especially if you're so concerned, I'm I'm, I'm kind of covering my ass in this sense, but it's not because I, I want to, it's because he's the best value and I... I need to get these two. I'm taking Carlos Hyde right here. I like the potential of Hyde uh, in this offense. Finally, now that Frank Gore is gone, he'll have a chance to step up. I know that they're going to be an absolute train wreck out there, and, I, and I'm and i not excited about that. But, again, this is my third running back that I'm taking on this team, so I'm not necessarily needing him to be a starter at this time. But he could be Beth flex.
4: I mean, I think we could... Rename him Fat Carlos right now uh, With all the news that If the if they're piping up uh, Amir Abdullah right now They are scolding Carlos Hyde In the exact opposite direction Because his his ADP has been falling Over the last couple uh, well, you know, it, was, it, so. it was
3: artificially inflated to
4: begin with I, I think his weight Is artificially yeah. inflated <laughs> Like with donuts that <laughs> That's him. Artificially flavored
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nice uh, all right, who's, uh, who's Mo, on the uh, wrap Oh, now. Mo, you got to wrap. Remember, that, that means so, two.
5: So far, I've got uh, AP, Alshon, and Randall Cobb.
4: Joy- nice team. Joe Bell. Joe Bell. Joe Bell. <laughs> Stay in the North.
2: You guys <laughs> shut up.
5: Yeah, right, I got a whole north division going. Boy, I'm talking you to need a line. couple of uh, running backs, but I think this guy is... More or less the guy we saw two years ago, not last year. I'm going to take Andre Ellington.
1: Woo!
5: I'm going to follow that up. I can't pass up the value. I'm usually a late-round QB guy, but I'm going to take Peyton
2: Manning. All right. You are a late-round QB guy. You've been talking about Zach and his late-round QB on Twitter and on your shows and on more than anyone. Uh, It's funny. We all kind of, what we're talking about repeatedly on these games uh, and these shows and these podcasts and all all of our social outlets, then when we get in in mock draft, and I think it's good that we do this, we kind of throw it to the wind and throw a different angle and see if it works or not. And that's the reason to be doing mocks before the real thing, the dress rehearsal. Try something new. Right, Ma?
5: Absolutely. I mean, I still am a late-round QB guy, but uh, you got to be like water. you got to be fluid. You know, and I think the value, uh, Peyton Manning is uh, ADP's third round. I got him in the fifth. I'll, I'll take that.
3: Alright, so here's the full one, thing, one thing I want to yeah, say while we're on
2: Manning. Just a story I read today, me and Dog I have been at odds or had great conversations and arguments over the years. He's a Manning guy, I'm a Tom Brady guy. And it came out today that Manning said, Hey Tom Brady texted me and said, Hey, I'm sorry about those emails that came out to life. And I thought it was amazing. Just more kudos to Manning and how awesome of a guy he is. Do i he basically wasn't like he said Tom texted me and that was unnecessary, I apologize. But he's basically his point was why is everyone able to see these texts or I mean these emails? Why am I why is TMZ able to get all this information? Why and he was basically like almost he was almost defending Brady, Brady after yeah. Brady was just talking about how he's got six years on Manning and Manning's only got two and my legacy will speak for itself after those years. Pretty awesome. Manning, class act, every step of the way, every time
0: he does that, anything. Sp- speaking of the uh, Brady thing, you were mentioning earlier how Andrew Luck doesn't have a receiver with uh, double digit TDs yet, and he's only played two years. It took Brady six years to get a double digit TD guy, just so you know. I'm not worried about Andrew Luck throwing it, up those double digit TDs to, to, to receivers. It's coming, and it's coming this year.
3: Wasn't that Randy Mosto for Tom Brady? It was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, really I say, was upset. that his first? No, one he said, the that he was said the first meet Manning, one. didn't you? No, Brady.
2: Brady. Oh, really? Yeah, Brady. Brady. Why would he rip on Manning? He had just Manning did he to was, like, Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison had double digit yeah.
0: TDs in Manning's second year in the league. There you go. Luck's only played two years or two two years now, and yeah. uh, he's going to third. He's played three or whatever.
4: Tom's never had a real good receiver before Moss, though. it all changed.
3: David David Patton. Houdini, you you're up. <laughs> All right. So again, why I went running back in the last round is because I, I figured Mo was going to take a running back there, so that was the the calculation. Because I also wanted to grab a wide receiver. The wide receiver I want, he's falling to me here. I know that I have him high, ranked higher in my tiers than any of you guys do, but give me Sammy Watkins here. You know? I already drafted him for you. Don't worry. There you go. <laughs> the, uh, the the measurables for him, it's just. It's off the charts. Now he's got the protection of finally having a legitimate running game with with LaShawn McCoy, so he'll be able to have some pressure taken off of him. So I I really like the opportunity that he's going to have here. Um, I don't even care who's throwing him the ball. All right. There you go. I like
5: it. Hey, Houdini, explain to the folks, I mean, you were correct, but explain to some of maybe the new drafters out there your inclination that I was going to take a running back, which I, I did.
3: Well, because we're in a league where you start two wide receivers, two running back, and a flex. You only had one running back, your Adrian Peterson. You already have grabbed two wide receivers. So I'm not expecting that you're going to be going after a wide receiver at that point in time. So I figure that you're with one of your two, two picks, you definitely need to be going for a running back. And then there was a the potential that you could still take the wide receiver, but I had a much better chance of that wide receiver coming back to me than I did of a running back coming back to me knowing uh, what your team layout was.
5: Right, and that's why it's good for some of you, know, you uh, newer guys But use the draft against itself Keep an eye, especially if you're you know, around uh, picks 3 or 4 Or 9 or 10 And you can kind of keep an eye on what those teams ahead of you Already have and what they're likely to do That can really influence who you're going to take Knowing the
7: likelihood of what the opponent's going to take Absolutely So we got height. you're back up Yeah, this one's going to be a tough pick to make because I'm looking at some running backs right now. Here we go, I guess, to the fifth round for me. I got Eddie Lacy, Andrew Luck, Jordan Matthews, and Amir Abdullah. Uh, I don't really like the running backs that are on the board right now, and I'm going to pop over to wide receiver and take a chance on one of these guys that I think has uh, this opportunity to maybe, uh, I-, I want to say for sure, finish in the top 20, but possibly push him to the top 10 or 12. And uh, I'm going to take a chance on a guy this year who had uh, an amazing year two years ago, and kind of fell back last year, and that's Keenan Allen.
0: Cool. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think he definitely is going to uh, improve on his numbers from last year. He's Supposedly he got lazy even he said it so i'm 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 psyched for his bounce back here uh, i think that's going to happen
2: and he's playing light which a guy like that has always yep. been someone that uh, coming into the league is, is is his rookie season in the combine he really had to lose the weight and get uh, focus a little bit more so he's in that regard it's a contract year or close to one he could be sayonara or he could be a guy that gets a you know 60 million dollar contract here pretty soon so i like the effort he's going to set forth and He's the number one target for a Rivers
3: solid pick. All right, what do we got now? I got uh, O.C.
6: All right. Uh, after Andre Johnson, my only wide receiver, I'm going to go with a, a PPR upside from the Dolphins, Jarvis Landry. Yeah.
0: It's a good PPR pick for sure. Um, the yards per catch. Uh, are, are lacking, so I mean, you may get you know 90, 95 catches and only get 900, 950 yards.
3: Well, but I expect I to see a little bit of growth out of him, I and mean, that was his rookie year, so you know, I think they're going to start to open it up a little more. And again, he is more familiar with the offense than anybody else that's at the wide receiver position there.
0: That's true, uh, 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 that's true. I, I bet you that Greg Jennings already knows more than, than Landry does just because he's,
4: he's Greg Jennings, he's
0: Jen, Greg Jennings. and
4: yeah. it's the Philbin system which he played in. in exactly, there you go, but uh. The thing is they're connecting on the deep ball a lot right now. In camp. Everybody's hyping up Ryan Tannehill's ability to throw the deep ball, uh, as of late, and they're just gushing over <laughs> Tannehill connecting with every receiver that's not Mike Wallace. So
3: that's yeah, but that's the one that the Tannehill's not been able to do since he's coming into the league.
4: But who is that? Whose fault is that? Is that well, Wallace's fault to their no, receiver? But it's
3: not only Wallace. It was with any receiver that he had. He just never was very He never threw a very good deep ball so far in his career. He's had a a good completion percentage, but it's because of his ability to connect over the middle and on the shorter
4: routes. He just hasn't been able to hit that over the top. His completion percentage to all other receivers besides Mike Wallace was over 50%. And to other receivers, or to Mike Wallace, was 25%. So, you know, I think... So put that in your... They smoke it. Over 50% big that, deal. That's pretty good. The d- that's a good percentage on the deep pass. Oh, on the deep d- pass. So. Yeah, I'm not talking about just deep pass.
3: What's the deep pass I mean yeah, 11 or more yards. Yeah, 11 or more yards is not. What I'm talking about is the ability to hit on the 50, 60, 70 yarders. He has not shown sort of his ability to do that so far in his career. I would love it if Jarvis Landry adds that to it, but... He only needs one. I think. I mean, I'm now arguing against the point, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm I like the Landry pick.
2: I like the Landry pick too. All right, dog. Let's see. What do you you got? Antonio Brown, Matt Forte, Brandon Cooks, TJ Yeldon. Pretty solid squad, if you ask me. Where are you going now?
0: Well, I'd, I'd like to be going back to the to Brown Town because that's my forte. But uh, I'm going to take a chance here, and I am going to go with Joseph Randall. And I know that's a big chance to take, but if he happens to step up in that offense with that offensive line, big things could happen. Um, to be honest, I, I don't like the chances of that happening, but. Um,
2: <laughs> that's what you were saying today. We were together all day working on populating Pyro Pro, and it was a great day for Pyro today. Uh, all of us kind of pitching in, and Dogmatica, to hear you take Randall right now after kind of a lot of Randall hate being spewed while we were just talking fantasy today
0: it's difficult.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean me and Dog well, have them ranked do. in the top 20 me and Dog have them ranked high
0: yeah I, I mean th- th- to be honest I mean standard scoring that's where I, I have them ranked the top right there um, there's other picks that I definitely could take there other- otherwise but um, I, w- I want to take the chance there I already have a couple running backs so I was willing to take the chance on that
4: I'm gonna take another pick that I, I never take, but I just think the values, you know, so great here in the fifth round. You know, I'm gonna take a Jimmy Graham for guys that might not score a lot of touchdowns in an AJ Green, hey, <laughs> <laughs> a DeAndre Hopkins in a Golden Tate. These guys, you know, might not. None of them might score more than ten. So I think, you know, Jimmy Graham kind of balances out that touchdown ability, even though. He, you know, those guys can make up the yards for them. So it's a little bit of a different team construction. Kudos to,
3: uh, to Stags. You have now drafted the first two tight ends with your two teams. And this isn't even me.
0: <laughs> and it's not even your tight end.
3: <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> I mean, but I just
4: like the value so much at where I'm getting them. Sure. Even though taking Gronk in the second round, I, I got to see how the rest of the team turns out because I don't love it right now. We've
2: all said we none of us have taken Gronk, so you're taking it, and you're going to see how does that feel at the end, and that's, why, again, why but we lie. Yeah,
4: usually in the first round you take them and you don't like it, but I got him you know, in the second, so I feel like I got at least a little bit of a value. Okay, all right. Where are you going, Danny?
3: Desbians are up. So Des Bryant, Mike Evans, uh, Lamar Miller, Martavis Bryant, and this is where on my last pick I was sitting there going, you know, I really probably needed to get a running back, but I, I didn't like what was necessarily – there for me to take. it. I said that there were eight. I got one of them that's coming back to me. This is a PPR league. This is a team where I think that now that uh, Giovanni Bernard, when Gio was forced into the role to be the main back last year, he struggled. Once Jeremy Hill stepped in and took over, and then he kind of slotted back to where he is most likely meant to be, is to be that secondary complementary back with Electric ability, so I'll take his 65-70 catches that he's probably going to get in the offense this year And, uh, and I'm going to roll with it Is that a word? Electric ability? That's two words okay. <laughs> <laughs> D-Rex, your pick buddy.
2: All right, uh, Giovanni, I don't like that pick And to be honest, I thought your first four picks of that team were pretty dope um, Alright, D-Rex, we got to work this thing out work. I love the way you work I, I like
4: Gio. I mean, he's averaged like 11 or 12 points in standard leagues per game. Uh, in PPR, it's like 15 fantasy points a game. He's going to get five, you know, five catches a game. He's going to be the strict third down back, and they're going to work him in a little bit, and this is one of the most run-heavy teams in the league. Uh, you know, yeah, they're going to get the ball to A.J. Green, but, you know, is going to be a big part of that offense, whether he's going to be they're going to move him around the formation, use him as a slash-type player, you know, use him some in the slot. guy's a great receiver. They might use him more on punt returns and stuff like that. He's one of the most electrifying punt returners in college when he came out. So when he's open in space, you've got to like his ability. And in the fifth round, he's a guy to, hey, if Jeremy Hill gets goes down, he's true? got the same. Him and CJ are right there in terms of you know, what could happen for them.
0: Right. What do you got to do, Rex.
2: All right, you know what? I'm going to hedge that Todd Gurley. I'm going to load up. I need to get a running back here. This is a guy that was announced as the starter uh, earlier this week, and it's a guy that Dog's been high on, and I've loved uh, via the eye test. And uh, it's not on my favorite team, but this team's a running team. I'm going Cleveland. I'm doing. I'm going with the Crow, <laughs> who I had directly below Giovanni Bernardo. was between those hey, guys. So there you go. You know, I'm going the Crow. It's it's, it's again. There's there's not. We're both six in Ohio. Picks. The one thing that scares me is they've got a lot of, uh, I guess Duke Johnson or whatever this week kind of sounded like they were a little bit low on him, like, hey, he's not going to be doing much this year. And um, I like the way the other, uh, what's the other fellow? Terrence West. Yeah, West. His attitude's getting better. He's not being as much of a a brat. But at the end of the day, I think Crowell,
3: it's his job to get a lot of volume here. Now, on top of that, though, Terrence West has not had a, a sterling camp either, so... Crowell was kind of giving himself a chance to cement himself into the into the larger role. So that's good. As I said, I like it. Him and G.R. are right next to each other, so I like it. Mr. Right.
0: Moe, Batman, what do you got, brother?
3: This is my running back heavy. I got uh,
5: Jay Hill, Forsett, Gore, Manuel Sanders. Um, this time, I think I'm going to be looking to take a little bit of insurance here. And this is one thing with my tiers. I do need to work on my PPR tiers, but uh, a guy I'm looking at that I think is going to provide some insurance is Julian Edelman. Eddie. I
0: like that. That's that's very, very true. He's, uh, he's a big-time PPR guy, and that could definitely work out for you. I like that call.
2: One thing I like to do whenever, um, if, and I haven't drafted Edelman in any league, I don't think he'll be on many of my teams. Uh, big fan of the guy, but if... If I am in a draft, and I implore all you listeners, if you do draft Edelman in a draft, say, I fucked Edelman. That's the way you draft him. You say, I fucked Edelman.
0: I, I, I fucked Edelman. And then you chug a beer. Val <laughs> Looks like he's going to
2: enter the
1: holy of holies. Coitus uninterrupted. Hmm.
2: Can I do a...
6: Oh. Come on, Dad. You're a handsome, oh. eligible guy. You got a nice house, a good pension. You got a
2: lot to offer.
1: Well, I got something to offer.
0: Nice.
4: <laughs> Who's up next? That'd be me. Uh, running back is getting pretty slim picking right now. I've only got one. Uh, it makes me really want to lean that way, but you know, I'm just not finding any great values there. Uh, I've got that open flex spot to where I could potentially uh, find a player. But I, I, I think I'm just gonna take some form of safety at the running back position. And this might seem like the unsafest pick there is, but at this point in the draft, Joyke Bell Bell's safe. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, it hurt. It pains me to say, Mo, but. In the fifth round, with guys like Rashad Jennings. Hey, <laughs> shut up! Hey. Uh, uh,
3: we can't talk my about those guys. guys. How would you do that? Another
2: Why would you do that? Another, do that? another, another that? man's, man's trash, garbage is a, one man's. You, garbage. you, one you, one man's you man's enjoy
3: can go walk down the street when, when he pulls the Rodney Davis. Ow, oh, my knee! My head. My My That's my hell. my own, I know, but but he's got
6: a knee problem. So. <laughs> <I> oh <got it. laughs> OC, back to you. Uh, after Calvin Johnson, Jordy Nelson, Latavius Murray, Alfred Morris, uh, my receivers are pretty sexy. My running backs are not. And I think I'm going to have to go with another running back. It would be like a three man carousel. But due to recent news um, in Tampa Bay, I'm going Doug Martin, Muscle Hamster. Damn,
3: That's why I, I thought, thought you were going to take stags, actually. No.
0: I was, yeah. actually, I was actually going to take four running backs on my next team and grab Doug Martin. Just because i love the upside where he is right there. Nice pick. Love that pick there, Ozy.
3: Whenever you get dog to go, oh fuck six. You, you made <laughs> a good pick. Yeah it's it's is he coddling you and asking you questions or is he gonna get that? <laughs> That's
2: that's the wrath of dog when he's you, when you pick
3: you dog
2: sometimes I do drafts all the time like drafts in a totally different room than everyone else because he's got to like be in this little cryogenic chamber of drafting and <laughs> you'll serious? make a pick and all of a sudden <laughs> and all of a sudden you hear you make a pick and you hear the other room like God damn it <laughs> <laughs>
8: it's
0: so true very true very true all right so um, I got the wrap around here. Um, I'm pretty psyched about it. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to go with a couple of upside receivers that I. I, I, don't. I don't Who's your team it. right now? Yeah, you can lock this one down. I mean, you, you know that Nelson Aguilar is on time. my team, boys. Um, and, and I love the potential in that offense, and I believe me, I love a Jordan Matthews as well. But there's room enough for two in that offense. Believe me, it's it's a good time there. Um, the second one is kind of a surprise. I'm a little surprised how how high I've I've gotten on him lately. Um, and he's jumping up my tears quite a bit. I'm going to take Allen Robinson. Wow. Um, I think he's the undisputed, without a doubt, number one over there. Um, Allen Hearns and Marquise Lee can fight it out for scraps. That's fine with me. I know Julius Thomas is going to get his due here and there. But Allen Robinson is really getting a rapport over there with, uh, with Bortles. And I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. I think there's a lot of upside in that pick.
3: So now that team for you, you took Odell Beckham with the first pick. Marshawn Lynch too. Then you came back in the wraparound with Go- Melvin Gordon, C.J. Spiller, and this time Nelson Aguilar and Alan Robinson.
0: Correct. All right, that, that is three and
3: three. Yep.
0: Yeah, I got uh, a Sick
3: couple running backs. I got, Sick
0: uh, wide receivers. It's
2: a I great gotta, team. Well, because
3: see, that's that's the benefit too. When you get a guy like Odell Beckham who he who he anchored himself with, then he goes and. Spends the next three on, on, uh, on running backs Then you're still able to come back and get good wide receivers later in this draft that's what, Wide receivers' uh, depth is pretty damn good That's what these mock drafts are all about
0: Finding out how far you can go And still get your depth somewhere else And still be able to get those second and third wide receivers And be happy with it If you anchor yourself with a, a, a top wide receiver It's okay to wait because there's depth There's still a lot of wide receivers out there to be had, To be quite honest so why not load up on the, uh, uh, on the running backs or something right there in between? As you've noticed, I don't see QBs, tight ends going off the board, and I think we're fine with this.
2: Well, one thing I'll say um, about this also is that Odell Beckham has been going in the mocks that I'm seeing and the drafts and the charity drafts that we've done – He's mid first round,
8: mm-hmm.
2: so when you're getting him at the 12 spot, I don't feel like that's like a, 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 a stretch, word of especially PPR. I and he's think playing right stretch. now. They're saying he's looking beautiful, making plays. So let's move on. Who's uh, OC? Back to you, buddy. Muscle Hamster, last pick. Yeah,
6: after Martin, uh, I'm going with a uh, wide receiver, and I think he's going to do a lot better now that Geno Smith took some chin music. And uh, I'm going to go with uh, Brandon Marshall, and I actually went. Over a player, uh, another wide receiver on my tiers, so it's a good thing we're doing this. I'm going to move him
0: down. Yeah, that is definitely a good thing.
2: I couldn't agree more. Fitzpatrick to Brandon, move him up. Brandon's the kind of guy that's in the ear of guys that like to lock in on receivers, anyways. Fitzpatrick fits that mold to a T. Brandon Marshall is going to be buddy buddy with him, taking him out, getting his targets up. Brandon Marshall is moving up tiers, no question about it. Who's up next?
0: Stag. Uh, it's a stagnation. No, this is.
2: Hold, please. Is this stagnation or is it the other one? It, 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 either way, I mean,
0: when you is hear hold, please, it's stagnation. Stagnating. you're Oh, I'm sorry.
4: Stagnating. No, I'm, I talk
3: when you, no, you're no, looking for your time. stuff. Amen. Take your time. Buddy. Take your time. Well, I'll talk about something while we're while we're in the middle of this. I was been doing uh, my draft strategy, and so one of the things that I had uh, written about last year was drafting running back, running back with your first two picks. And so I went back and I and I had gone back through four years of data when I did that initial article. So then I added the stats from last year, and you, you get some some staggering information that comes out here. So you know the scoring for the top ten running backs. Uh, uh, it's been pretty consistent from 2010, averaging between 226 and 236 points on average for the top 10 running backs in fantasy. Um, as far as the, the running backs that have scored 11 through 20, you've seen in, uh, the, after you get out of that top 10, they only average 179 basically. Uh, that was back in 2010. That was a high water mark. Uh, when you look at it this last year, what the 11 through 20 running backs average 155 that's a drop of 23 points that's huge on average so at the same time when you look at the uh, the wide receivers um, the difference also is that you're still not getting the same amount of top production from wide receivers but what you get from wide receivers is steady consistency last season uh, in 2010, when it was that high watermark for uh, the running backs, the, the wide receivers only averaged 186.5 fantasy points through the top 10. Last year, 209.8 points, Jeez. averaged by the top 10 wide receivers. That's almost. That's a monumental shift, and just showing you what's what's going on in the game. It is for huge. Sure. And then when you go through uh, wide receivers 11 through uh, 22, uh, 11 through 20. Um, uh, it was up to uh, 156 points last year, so they actually were higher than the running backs 11 through 20. Oh wow! Yeah, that's the first time that that's happened. That's first huge. First time that that's ever happened. That's huge by to know. 0. 0.8 points is what the difference was. Wow! Stags, you ready now? <laughs> Did I
4: buy you enough time? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take a really dirty pick, and I like it. I'm gonna take Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah, it's
3: second, third, uh, three tight uh, ends, second, one coach between the two teams. Interesting though, because with this flex, he can you can start Gronkowski and play Kelsey in certain weeks.
4: Uh, pretty much every, every week, week because I think he's got the potential for so many more catches than a lot of the receivers on the board uh, at this point left in the draft. So that that's sort of why I made the pick. Interesting. Yeah,
0: uh, cool. it, you know, I mean Alex Smith's you know, 12 touchdowns a year doesn't hurt you at all?
4: He's averaged like 25 for the last three <laughs> years.
0: I'm just messing with you, nation. All right, who's up? Alicious. Alicious, Delicious. <laughs> whatever. You got to make your pay. Mo, I know you wanted Kelsey there. What do you got, brother? You
2: are
5: hitting the nail on the head. Yeah. I'm
4: scrambling now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. That's cool. Take your time.
4: It's like, and now I've got trade bait when I need to make moves. You know, I just think he's the highest upside player, to where I could potentially get, like the other guys on the board. I don't feel like I can potentially get 75-80 catches out of. All
2: right, I like the way you're talking trade bait in a mock draft. That's awesome. That's like playing Sims, the the video hey, game. Mo and wants to like, give me
4: his first mean, and yeah, second round a, pick right now. I'm gonna he gonna just doesn't a know it yet. <laughs>
5: Yeah, I was not expecting that. I looked at, it and I saw you already had one. I, that's what I was going with. That's the danger, um, boys. <laughs> playing with fire. Well, well played,
0: sir. Well played. Totally love your running back um, stuff. <laughs> <which>, uh, <laughs> through six rounds, so it's okay.
5: <laughs> well, uh, up? So I've got Hill, Forsett, Gore, Sanders, <laughs> and Edelman. Once again, torn here. I uh, went somewhat with a safe pick with Edelman. I'm going to go with a little bit more of a risky pick. I'm going to take Deshaun Jackson.
4: There you go. All right. So that was one of the guys I was debating, Kelsey or Deshaun Jackson. And I looked up you know, the numbers from last season, and it's like you know, Deshaun had 56 catches, and Kelsey had 67. And who's the, whose catches are more likely to go up next season, Deshaun Jackson's or Kelsey's? True. I mean, but Deshaun Jackson. You,
5: you, you call me, we can make a trade. <laughs> there you
4: go. Deshaun
3: Jackson was sticking out like a sore thumb on my tears There was like yeah, a use. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there yeah, I
4: had I have five players that were taken after him that I had ranked. I just wanted something him, so. PPR safer. True. On a team that wasn't, you know, because I've already got the, you know, Benjamin who's not really safe PPR wise, uh, you know, Stewart and Bell. I just wanted some more safety on the team.
3: See, to my, to, here's, here's just one thing I want to throw out there when we talk about PPR. See, for me, at this point in time in the draft, you're almost out of the PPR effective players. You know, you're almost through them, I should say. There's some that are out there in running back when you're looking at, like, as far as, like, where you're going to be ranking your lower-end guys, the guys you're going to take a chance on. So you're looking at all the third-down running backs, the guys who are the pass catchers out there. So those guys are still impact, where they'll move up a little bit, but the super impact guys are pretty much all off the board. I have wide receiver... You've gotten all the super impact, uh, you know, ninety catch plus guys at, at, for PPR. No, nah, t- I'm not totally convinced of that. But, but you a ninety man, catch a, guy out there still?
0: I got a couple of uh, guys with pot- uh, potential for ninety catches.
2: Tell me about them. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm tell picking. me more. I'm picking guys. I'll tell me when I, I take them. T- Wait. No, yeah, hey, you're up. Yeah, you're, you're up. up. What happened
0: there? Your computer froze. I don't know. You're fine. You're up.
2: Oh, there we go. Okay. Sorry, It was too far to left. Alright, I'm going to go in. There's a lot of ways I can do it, but I just really like this
3: guy, and I'm going to grab him right now, and that's a Greg Olson. Tight end. There you go. Alright, I'm going to keep this party train rolling, so the Desbians are coming up. Uh, I got my Des Bryant, Mike Evans, Lamar Miller, Martavis Bryant, Giovanni Bernard. I want to go for double touchdown points, so I'm going with my quarterback that I moved up to number three on my tiers. Give me Big Ben. I'm going to town.
0: Wow. Big Ben, right there.
4: Number three, Laza. Wow. Yep. yep. I'm believing it.
0: Rousing like the it. bathroom fervor. Yeah.
4: Hey, man. <laughs> Is there another tight end I could take right now that's a value? I think you should. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Please, uh, go for it. Staff's going to change. One. Take them all. Take all the tight ends you want.
2: When we post, when we post this piece to the site, the rules will change to. Oh, uh, it was two running backs, two wide receivers, two tight ends, and a flex. <laughs> and
3: uh, by the way, a tight end PBR is tight ends wild, two points for
4: for a tight end. Yeah, I told you guys that. You, you guys weren't listening? <laughs> so I'm going to take probably the highest ranked guy on my tiers at running back right now. And I believe that's Devonta Freeman.
0: Interesting. Um. Hmm.
4: Probably could have waited like four rounds, seeing as how your guys disdain for him. I have much disdain for Wait, him. I, I can't even find it. Oh, he's, there. Sure he's so far down my
2: charts. Yeah. You know what somebody said? If you I were think right on with the tight end. I think it was another <laughs> thing that uh, that someone, I think it was yesterday's uh, interview, Mo, uh, what's his what's name? Of, uh, Wal- Matt Wallman. Wallman. Matt Wallman. He, he had said, um, when talking about Freeman, he's like, When you're you're judging Devontae Freeman, you're basically judging him based on whether you liked him in college or not. Because they just haven't used him thus far, the Falcons. So if you liked him in college, which you did, you loved his game out of there, so if you're still high on Freeman, you're going by that, and I thought that was an interesting point.
5: Yeah, he had some interesting comments about the Atlanta uh, running backs. If you're uh, kind of torn between who's going to step up there with Coleman or Freeman, uh, Matt Waldman. You know, his RSP is outstanding. He has, he has some really nice stuff to say about
0: the Atlanta backs. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they both have a bunch of potential. They just need to stay on the field. Yeah. Neither one of them are playing right now. Yeah. Uh, it's Antone Smith all day long, pretty much. And it's not even Antone Smith. The fourth running back there is, I can't remember who it is at this point, but uh, he's the guy who's taking the cake right now because Antone, they know what Antone has, and he's, I don't know, he's got like, what, 36 carries in his four years playing or whatever. Um, but all right. So I guess I'm gonna go give and, give uh, Mo one yeah, Mo. Mo awesome. What do you got,
5: Just with um, you know the Atlanta running backs. That it's split across the board. If you listen to guys uh, like a, uh, David T. Thomas or Matt Waldman, I, I've never heard more uh, analysts split with Kevin, uh, Tevin Coleman. Some saying that he is perfect for the system they are implementing others saying he does not fit Uh, it's just a real wide split depending on who you hear from so I'm real anxious to see the Atlanta running backs in preseason see what develops
0: yeah like I said they got to get on the field first and we might not see it until the third preseason game they both were going to be out a minimum two weeks and that was about a week ago so I mean hopefully they'll be back and and run it soon um okay I got a pick I got a pick coming and uh, I, I still feel like I have some talent to be found at wide receiver, so I'm not gonna go wide receiver. here. I actually have three running backs already, but I'm gonna fuck you all right here. I'm gonna take Arian Foster. Ah, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna take him for the late in the later in the season uh, beauty in case my T.J. Yeldon flops as a rookie or Joseph Randall flops um, as a you know. You're a real son of a bitch. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: was waiting about another round or two until I wanted to get in, but I like it. It's, yeah, it's no, a risk. It's, it's a, it's a risk. risk.
0: It's a risk. But, but I was... from the latest news, he could be out only three, four weeks, possibly, maybe, you know, maybe six or something. But that's worth a chance, right here.
3: It definitely is. And the funny thing, too, like Alfred Blue, I, I have to just say the name is, is expected to be the guy that's going to be ahead of him. I still, even if it's potentially ten weeks that he's ten games he's supposed to, or no, it's going to be like eight games he's supposed to miss. miss. I still have Foster, after I moved him down, higher my so do I. I than my chair. So what? I still have Foster ahead like of Blue. Yeah,
2: of course.
0: Of
3: course. But yeah, I'd rather
0: have Foster for six games than Blue for ten. There you go.
2: Just plain and simple. Hey, guys, one thing I'll mention to the guys on Skype and uh, Hangout. There is a clicking sound. I don't know if somebody's doing a pen or if it's a moving chair, but maybe throw on uh, on mute or something or stand totally still. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's tough. I understand <laughs> but there's a clicking sound. Um, Alright Foster gone It's a little earlier than I thought but I like it You're an aggressive guy like that And that guy has no question about it He could be playing week 6 and he's a beast when he plays Who's up next? OC
6: So after two running backs Two wide receivers And Aaron Rodgers uh, I was actually going to go Aaron Foster So fuck you dog
0: Nice (laughs) I love being fucked
6: or fucking other so,
0: people.
2: Or, I'm gonna
6: you know. <laughs> piss him off a little more and be happy with this pick of Jeremy Macklin.
0: Mackie. Stags guy. You, you know I love my Macklin.
4: <laughs> He's yeah, crying inside. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts. Hype, back to you, buddy. Alright,
7: so the last couple picks I got a little snaked, and I think if I learned anything drafting with you guys, it's if you want somebody, you better take them early. So I'm gonna take a guy right now who once again. Keeping with my pattern of uh, standout players that I I really expect to see uh, make a giant leap, I'm going to take Charles Johnson, who I would play at flex probably early on, and by seasons in, I'm going to see this guy I think cracking into most people's starting lineups on a weekly basis. He's put on weight. Teddy Bridgewater loves him. The entire offense is going to be on fire. He's got as many... uh, I mean, he's got Adrian Peterson in the backfield, but he's got guys like Jarek McKinnon in case AP goes out. You got Kyle... I mean, just the entire offense is basically stacked, as far as I Concerned with a guy like Teddy Bridgewater come in and the offense on the field, I think Charles Johnson's going to take a huge leap forward, and I'm talking Josh Gordon style.
0: Yeah, phenomenal pick. I'm a huge fan of that kid. Uh, I have been since he was drafted in the seventh round a couple years ago. I've been on his jock. He's finally in a spot where he's going to be able to showcase his talents. Um, You can't be that big. And that's strong, yet still run faster than pretty much any other wide receiver in the entire fucking league. The guy is a monster in the waiting, and I can't wait to see what he does this year.
2: Nice pick. He's the highest guy I had on
3: my tears of the position. I was thinking about him too, but first, before I make my pick, I'm thinking about Bellberry. Bell Looks like Chucks taking
1: old one eye to the
3: optometrist. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm sitting here with, uh, we're going to funk you up, and I got Le'Veon Bell, Mark Ingram, Carlos Hyde at running back, T.Y. Hilton anchoring my uh, wide receiver, Sammy Watkins, and I'm going to grab yet another wide receiver here, a guy who I expect to see a resurgence uh, coming off of the injury, I expect to see a lot of uh, spicy salsa dancing in the end zone, give me Victor Cruz.
4: There you Mm -hmm. go. That pick makes me want to cry.
2: That's a good Ryan, pick. Pain or hurt? I
4: like somebody else so much more. Well,
2: too bad. You not get to pick thing. for a little while. Stankler doesn't want us to read our, our team names every time, guys. Our, so our teams. Our teams. Yeah. Our team names, you can Don't say. Don't go through all Don't the go through your Don't players. Through your
3: players. Through. Okay. Well, I was just
2: giving the basis to why I'm picking right the am
3: picking right now, you
2: know? Okay. Who's up next? Victor.
3: I still talk to less than most people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mr. Moe. <laughs> so Batman. What do you got?
2: So
5: this is, it takes a lot to laugh. It takes a Moreno to cry. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've got Adrian Peterson, Alshon, Jeffrey Cobb. No, we don't want you to
2: list your team. (laughs) All right. Sorry, I thought you said the opposite.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go ahead. Oh, this is a tough one.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take LeGarrette blunt. You you going to go smoke a blunt? Hang on. Hang on. For for the for the dating of the team. Morning, dickhead, Oh, moron. I <laughs>
7: love it.
2: Well, all right, this is where it gets fun cuz this yeah. is where this is where everyone's tears are way different. Starting right now where it's just like I'm crossing guys way down and I'm not saying it's blunt. I'm not saying it's uh, you know your boy at Freeman, but I am saying it, and I'm gonna be making plenty of picks myself that you guys will be like, holy smokes, this guy must be smoking some blunts. This is why we do it. This is why we do it. There ain't no right, baby. This is why we do it. All right, who's who's next, buddy? Mo got another one.
1: I'm
5: coming back around. Highest guy in my tier, I believe he's gonna have a resurgence. Uh, I'm taking Vincent Jackson.
2: Alright. Yeah, great pick. That's a real good pick. All right, V-Jacks
3: So, I'm back up uh... Who's on your team? <laughs> <laughs> Not going to tell you Yeah, well, thank So, God. We, we're going to funk you up here With a little Again, go with the guy that I have my gut feeling on And, and I, I like him And I like him in the position I'm taking him here As my fourth wide receiver Give me my Terrence Williams There you go I got him Take him home are you sure you're happy with the fact that he only? Ha- <laughs> <laughs> At least he's got
4: all his fingers.
3: <laughs> he does. And he does. Pick a uh, height. As
0: far as we know.
4: Hight. Sorry guys, a uh, little delay there. Oh
7: man. Um, so use your collusion. <laughs> um, I got enough wide receivers right now. Uh, I feel like my running backs are fine. I got the quarterback I need. I'm looking at tight end right now, and I'm not liking what I'm seeing, so I'm gonna go ahead and take the guy nobody else wants. That's Jeremy Macklin. Because I think Jeremy Macklin's already there. gone I'm kind of getting poo-pooed a little bit too much this year. He uh, gone. I think he's gonna be just fine. He gone.
3: Went last yeah, round. I, good. No,
7: he's already taken. Yeah, no, oh, he, he was yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he was just him. taken. Maplin, where was he taking? Okay. Yeah, it was taken
0: okay. by OC right before you took Charles Johnson. A uh,
7: swing and a miss. All right, uh, in that case, sticking with the uh, wide receivers. Um... Let's go ahead and take, uh, oh, why not? Yeah, you know, it's a swan sign. I'm gonna take Steve Smith, and I think he's gonna have an uh, amazing, at least, first half of the season. And that'll <laughs> work just under <laughs> for my, Fucker,
0: up. you can have Macklin.
3: Forget it, you can both have Macklin. Give me my Steve Smith back. Dog just seriously hit his computer, and it's a, it's a, it's a MacBook Air, and I thought it was gonna get air after you came down on uh, That,
0: that dude is going to get 90 receptions this year, I guarantee it. In that Trestman offense. Oh, there's
3: your 90. There's
0: there's one of the guys who will get 90 receptions this year. I guarantee it. You see what Jeffrey and what Jeffrey and Marshall did in that offense. Steve Smith is the hierarchy there. They're bringing along a rookie beside him. He's the one who's going to get a million targets. He is going to get 90 receptions. I guarantee it.
3: I guarantee you that he has 45 for the first half of the season, but aren't you worried about his second half drop-off that he always has? Not when
0: he's already declared that this is going to be his last season. He's gonna go all out the entire year.
3: He goes out all, all out the entire year. He just still just it just fades on him.
0: Alright,
3: well, no, well see. Cool. I I I had to
0: I think I'd almost rather have him than Mark Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> Great, great pick, great pick. height. Much much better than the Macklin pick. No offense, O.C., I love you, but uh, yeah, Mack, although Macklin has a chance at high receptions, too. Oh, see.
4: he just gave Macklin props.
0: No, I didn't. I, I didn't mean Macklin, I meant uh, 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 Ingram. No, wait,
6: hold on. Uh,
0: all right. I've been working on all, new... all right, Anyway. All
6: right, after uh, I only have two running backs, and one of them is DeMarco Murray, and after his 400 touches... Uh, I need a, a solid backup. Unfortunately, there's no starting ones really left. But uh, I'm a, I'm still a believer in Trey Mason, and I think he'll definitely get the work and the, the chance to prove himself before Gurley comes. So I'm going with uh, Trey.
0: I like that. I like that. He's, uh, th- they do love him there. I'll tell you that. I mean, just because they have Gurley doesn't mean that they don't love Mason. He's, uh, he's a good pick there, and they already stated just with uh, like I think. We talked about it already, right? about an hour ago, The Gurley isn't going to be playing those first couple of games, not even suiting up. They're going to bring him along slowly. Mason has a good chance to uh, uh, do some damage there, at least throughout the first half of the season, for sure. You're up, dog. All right. Um, with this pick, I am going to take a guy that has been going berserk with his new quarterback and has been really clicking when not everybody else has and everybody else is a question mark on that team. This is a team that's going to end up having to pass a lot because they're going to be behind in every single game. Um, I'm going to go with the guy that I loved coming out of college and has never been used correctly, Kendall Wright. He's another guy who has a very good chance at 90-plus receptions and doing a lot more than he's done in his career, but he's had shit QB play. Now he's got a real QB, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he could actually do in that system.
2: Stagnation? This at the stagnation. Yeah, this is
4: stagnation. Coming too hot from taking. Bishop. Kind of
2: self-absorbed. Are you narcissistic over there? Yeah. Both your names have you involved in them.
4: Yeah, that's why. I'm gonna take... <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm going to take Bishop Sankey and like push myself away from the pack.
3: <laughs> hey, you doing it?
4: <laughs> I already did.
0: Yeah, he's he's gone. Snip you you got your flogging the Bishop Sankey.
4: I did. I mean. At this point, you know, with my lack of running back depth with CJ Anderson, with Freeman, I guess I could have went in another direction that might have, you know, solved something, but I, I, I went with a starter and a, a guy who I think is going to have a much better season with the running quarterback and playing out of the shotgun more.
2: All right. They're liking what they see. From my, everything I read, yep. he's, he's, he's going to be better than people think.
3: What's up? The yeah. desbians are up. That's what's going on. And desbians want a, a running back. We want a running back that's an East Coast running back. We want a running back on the East Coast that's staying on the East Coast, but moving from one team to another and also moving from one conference to another and going to regain his PPR status of godliness at the running back position. Shane Vereen! Thank wow, you.
2: it's getting nutty. I'm going to tell you right now, just so everyone knows, Houdini actually did win an Emmy for The D Word. It was a great show that was on Showtime about five years ago, and he, he was great on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta say, my plan has worked out perfectly. You know what, d I was, Yeah. Eat my shorts. <laughs> yes, that is, I agree with that. Thank God that Mo isn't showing us his lower body, because he doesn't even have any shorts on
0: yeah.
2: No, <laughs> no, hey, no, 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 hey, no, 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 hey, no. That, hey, no. There was not an
0: invitation, brother.
2: It's whoa, so whoa. hot
3: in here, I'm thinking of taking my shorts off. <laughs> I know.
2: It is hot in here. Um So this worked out for me perfectly. I couldn't have done it better. There was a guy I really wanted. And kind of, oh, There was a couple of quarterbacks already taken uh, between my picks, but I took a chance and I took uh, Olson because I hoped that Mr. Matt Ryan could make it back to me. I love that guy in the seventh round connection with Julio. Uh, I was able to get my number three uh, tight end before that, who I think is, could easily be number one just because of the consistency with Cam. So I think my last two picks
3: are a home run. I, I, want, I, want to, I, want to, I want to talk about your last two picks. I like your last two picks, and I really like. I want to talk about this Matt Ryan pick because this is where you get into, you know, a, a quarterback who. You go back three years, he was one of the top fantasy quarterbacks. Um, was just like on a rapid ascension. And then, you know, it, it, as it's amazing too, as Michael Turner left, all of a sudden, so did so did his ultimate higher-end production. And but you have the the fact that you do have Julio Jones, who's now full on into, into his what he's going to do, and I, and I agree with you. When you can get him in the seventh round of a 12-team league, that's That's a good advertisement for you can wait on a quarterback. And
2: I agree. And still, there's still, no quite, there's open. still so much talent there. I mean, the reason why I love him the strength of schedule, he's got the third easiest. Not going to talk about some other guys out there, but there's still so many quarterbacks. But I like the connection, the bang boom explosion with the Julio, and I just like him. I think it's going to be a good time for him. And uh, I would have been, I, I, I knew that you were going to take uh, Roethlisberger in that mm-hmm. one pick, and I was, I was, I was thinking about even at that point. So I, I'm excited with my last two picks. Um, Mose
4: get excited.
5: Well, I, I'm still tossing coins here, but I think I'm gonna go with PPR. I'm gonna boy, it's a tough
3: one. I'm going with Rashad Jennings. Ooh, bet. We almost got every other
4: every other pick, are gonna be a New York Giant now for a little bit. You don't know which one's the starter. Uh, so Here's something I would do any day of the week uh, in the 7th round, is I would take Drew Brees over Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's never finished higher than 7th at the position. Any season, any even in his best seasons, he's finished as QB 7. So, you know, taking a guy who's had, you know, a couple QB 1s under his belt, you know, some QB 2s, you know, QB 3s, and then last year, what, QB 7, QB eight. Uh, you know, twenty points more than Matt Ryan last season. Plays in that same division, so he's getting that same favorable favorable schedule. Me and Dog talked about this earlier today. Just the difference between Breeze and you know Matt Ryan is who's done it before and I if, just pissed if this... in
0: that Gatorade for taking Drew Breeze, by the
4: way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I deserved it though.
3: But isn't yeah. not this also this is extra extra points to the to the point of you can wait for a quarterback. You can't. Yeah, Ryan, in a, and, uh, Ryan Breeze going in round seven. And as we
2: say before, I had Breeze last year, and he actually came close to having five thousand yards. And I was—it's shocking that that was the case because he, he didn't score Such, see the a, play, such a dud of a season when you when you own him. Obviously, then you're taking him first first round, late first round, what have you. But um, I love him. I just I just worry about his weapons. I just don't know where that weaponry. Unless Spiller does get those eighty catches like you want, that weaponry. You need Cooks to stay healthy, but obviously Brees. No one's done more damage with yards in fantasy football over the last six seasons. It's not even close than a Drew Brees.
3: This is also where you're making my case for Mark Ingram. Because you lost Jimmy Graham, who was your main touchdown guy. Is Brandon Cooks, at his size, going to be a dominator inside the red zone? No, but Brandon Coleman will.
4: Yeah.
3: Oh. oh. Oh yeah! I just threw out a sleeper. Well, you did. But at the same time, him. that's why I think with the Max Unger edition and with what they've done on the offensive line, yeah. that you're going to see it be become. They're going to become a Mark Ingram type team when they get or inside two. the ten yard line. So we'll see. Tune? No, come on,
2: really. All right, OC. Yeah. I hope so, you're right, but I hope so too.
6: Well, the last uh, three quarterback picks have confused me, and I'm glad you guys went with that garbage. Because I'm going with. Uh, Russell Wilson, not only did he finish as the number three last year with, uh, let's say, 1, 13, 100 yards and about 20 less touchdowns than the, the passing quarterbacks, he is going to outrush you know the, the likes of
3: Newton and Kaepernick again. And you add the fact that he did just get Graham, and he is just going to be a beast. He's my number four QB. Like it. That's three quarterbacks in round
2: seven good pick. He's my fifth quarterback, just so you know. I, am a, I had a breeze, so I think it's a great pick.
4: I, I just, dropped him down, but he only went to number six for me, so he's right there. I mean, he's in the range, but no QB to ever rush for 800 yards has done it again. They don't top 600 yards the next season. He's never had six rushing touchdowns before, so that's not a repeatable number. His no, his rushing numbers are just going to get cut like almost in half. The hasn't had a All I want it. to say
3: is, I refer back to the last podcast when we had this discussion, and I said... What he'll do by adding the passing yards and the passing touchdowns, he's not going to. It's, it's going to be pretty much close to the same. I, so?
4: I bet you so much money that it won't. <laughs> let's do it. What, <laughs> what, what? What can we? Let's bet. I mean, there, <laughs> do look he's, on, he's never. He's
2: he for
4: So, so what <laughs> is the official terms of this bet?
3: I don't know. I don't I mean, know will he got...
4: finish with more fantasy points than last season?
3: No, I'm saying that you're, you're, he's not going to have a, a dramatic fall-off like you're thinking. I said he'll be able to make up for the lack of the, the touchdowns with the extra eight touchdowns that he adds in the passing game. He only threw 20 last year. He's going to throw 28. I said he's only threw for, what was it, 3,400 yards last year. I said he's going to finally become around a, a 3,800, 4,000-yard passer. He's going to make up for those yards there. That's what I said. So He, he wasn't there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. All right, we'll, all we'll,
4: form, we'll form a bet here that'll. We'll put it into the, into the, add it to the kitty with them and the and e-
0: Hand each other little notes like you're in sixth grade science class. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad you took Russell Wilson because I, I do have him high and I have him in the same tier as this guy, but it made things a lot easier for me. I'm going to take Cam Newton. Um, and I don't usually follow the trend, but I know that uh, it's getting to that point where I, I, I need this QB right now. It, it falls off after, after that for my, uh, my liking. And then I'm going to take another big upside guy and I'm going to take a Zach Ertz. Wow,
3: alright. We had our discussions about him in that last podcast too. We uh, we like that. I like that.
0: Yeah, especially since they just came out and said, you know what, we're actually really loving his progress in the blocking game. Um, and that's Listen, that's, that's the key to him is getting to be better at blocking. And if he progresses in that area, he's just on the field that much more and it makes him that much more dangerous as a fantasy player.
3: So I was right. When they moved him to the second team, it was motivation and they motivated his ass. Yeah, you know what? I, yeah, I, I don't believe these depth
0: charts that they throw out there at this point. is uh, It's all a bunch no, of No, it's because so. was running with the first team. Yeah, the first and he is. Running, and but. you know what? As he should, but they'll get them both out there. It's just too dangerous to keep him off the field. OC, who you got after Wilson, buddy?
6: Uh, this team, uh, the Finger Bangers, Jason Pierre, Paul. <laughs> Running backs of uh, Latavius Murray, Alfred Morris, Doug Martin. We don't
2: need you to repeat them. Just
3: make the draft.
6: Not, I'm not a cult. Anyway. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to stop right <there. laughs> now. The collection of those three is nice, but I'm going to add a PPR monster, my boy from San Diego, Danny Woodhead. There you go. Whoa. I actually oh, like, like that.
0: Uh, so underestimated that guy. He's a big fan. That sh- go ahead and look up his stats in college. It's just ridiculously funny. It's, it's the records he set would never. Nobody would ever have come close to that in Division One A uh, because he, he didn't play One A ball. It was it was Two uh, A uh, or Three was it? Or I think it was.
4: Well, I'm pretty sure it was Three Division. Either
0: way, check out his stats. Well, it's what do you got? So ridiculous.
5: Two years ago, 2013, Danny Woodhead was a running back number one in
0: PPR. He yep. finished 12th. Plain and simple. So was Val Verde. Nah, you
1: mount the woman, son. <laughs> or else uh, send her out to me, huh? And right. another Val Verde. Oh, you hear? Someone moved into the Klingner place. Woman. A woman? Yeah. Did you mount her? Oh, dad. No, no, one minute. Has she got big sides? No, no. Then what's the problem? If I was a young fella like you, I'd be mauling every woman in Huabasha.
2: Is that Burgess Meredith? It's
1: Burgess <laughs> <laughs> Meredith, 85 years old. Catch a chicken, Rocky. Catch a chicken.
2: Catch talk, a chicken, Rocky.
3: Talking to Jack. Jack, Jack Lemon. He's <laughs> like 65 years That's old. That's awesome. What do you got?
4: So. I just made my selection. Oh, by the way,
3: Grumpy Old Men is, uh, is, is, the, is
4: the movie. So I just made my selection. Last round, in the middle of the round, Houdini started talking about, I'm going to stick with the East, a guy who's a beast in the East. And I thought it was going to be Chris Ivory, and I was kind of pissed off uh, that you know, Chris Ivory Chris kind of off the board because I thought he'd be a perfect addition to this team uh, that doesn't have a lot of sturdy running backs. So as the sturdy running backs who might not catch a lot of passes, but at this point... His touchdown, you know, ability and ability to just, you know, stay healthy
0: is something that this
4: this team just needs at this point. So I I took Chris Ivory as my third running back.
0: Great value with the, you know, ninety-something something something pick. Great, great value there.
4: All right, Uh, who's up? Mozambique, eighty-seven.
5: Yeah, this is. um, It's all over now. Alfred Blue is my team. And I'm happy with my running backs right now, so I'm going to go ahead. Got to make some adjustments on my PPR tiers, but I'm going to take Roddy
2: White.
0: There you go. I like That's that a nice call. pick in the eighth round. Absolutely. Great uh, pick in the eighth round.
2: I don't know it's going to be a really great pick in the eighth round. The guy has so much higher on my tiers, but he's got a shin splint. Kind of like I have a shin splint. Guys, last week uh, I didn't bring my keys out. I went out to the bars and got shite-faced. Came back. I'm not kidding I get in by my garage door The garage door battery died So I was locked out of my friggin place Had a little lady with me She had her hands down my pants It was on And then we were locked out I didn't even have keys to my car I didn't have anything I went around the back to try and see if I was breaking windows I mean I didn't give a crap I, I needed to get in Went around the back Oh I hit my shin so hard on a bunch of stuff Yeah. I mean, it's literally still... I'm still in pain. My whole leg here is like, oh, it's just a terrible thing. But Kevin White is still available. I don't give a crap what anyone says about Fox. I don't give a crap about his injury. The guy is going to have more points than Andre Johnson. He's going to have a great season. I got both my... I got my favorite rookie wide receiver, and I took Amari in the the third. Kevin White, (coughs) eighth round wide receiver. Why? rookie heavy team, no question but let me look at this at the end and see how I feel about it. I love the upside of my rookies who score a lot of fantasy
3: football points these days. Deanie. Alright, so this is the Desbians and I'm going to grab yet another wide receiver to add to my core and I'm going to take the guy that I've been high on the guy in Green Bay, Devontae Adams.
0: There you go. Like that. That's a ch- that's a chance take. Uh, 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 he's going to be running with the threes, but if either one of those guys gets injured, whether it be Nelson or Cobb, that guy shoots up to easy wide receiver two, if not even close to a one. Highest wide receiver I have left on my tiers besides
4: White. All right, uh, Stags. I'm going to take a guy I absolutely hate, but I have, I feel like I have to want, you know. Get a running back. Yeah, and nice. between Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman... Oh, that Coleman. I'm going to give the Atlanta backfield. Even though I hate the guy. I'm putting it out there.
0: Well, now I hate you. <laughs> All right. Tevin,
2: Tevin, Tevin
4: Coleman. Coleman. Tevin Coleman. Yeah.
2: Wow. You see, in the first eight rounds, you're doing, using two of them on
4: that backfield.
2: On that backfield. Who...
3: He wasn't. That at, not like, not he, not he wasn't. Like he mean, the podcast he last week the Kyle said,
4: Shanahan backfield that averages like two hundred fantasy points a season?
3: The fantasy backfield that we talked about last week in the podcast, were both dealing with hammies. And so, how do you guys feel about that pass? That's my <laughs> right. dog was about to take him right now.
0: So, um, so, yeah, Tevin Coleman.
4: Yeah.
0: When I already have four running backs.
4: Yeah, you would have taken him. <laughs>
0: Fuck you! I was looking at him. <laughs> no, but I, I, I maybe I would have taken him. No, I'm I'm actually going to uh, I'm going I'm to jump on my. Uh, uh, yeah, no, no. Not. Yeah, I am. I'm going to jump on my tight end situation. I'm actually going to take a chance here. I think most people would probably go with one of two other guys uh, than the guy I'm going to take. But I, I, I like this guy's potential more than
3: both those other guys. To be quite honest, nice. I'm going to take Jordan Cameron. Nice. I, hey. You're talking about the tight end situation. You're talking about Charles Clay, who had put up good numbers there in Miami. And now you're going to have Jordan, Jordan Cameron stepping into that role. It's a whole new new breed of, uh, of players out there that they have in the whole receiving game. There's no reason why he couldn't have
0: great success. I hear there. him and Tannehill are on the same page more than anybody else on the team. That's just pitch and catch, pitch and catch, pitch and catch everywhere all over the field.
4: That's it's just, just
2: white team. and white. In two years and yeah. with, with hot, with <laughs> yeah, hot I'm on girlfriends all life, and wives. Baby.
4: All right. They both played the same white position in college, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> white, pretty much. No. Yeah, white wide receiver.
0: receivers.
2: White wide receivers.
4: OC, what you got
2: for us, buddy?
6: So um, the Camden's truck driving school team. I despise taking handcuffs, and I have Jamal Charles and Demarco Murray. Trey Mason is a third, but I'm gonna go with uh,
0: Ryan Matthews to back up Murray, who you know had 400 touches last year and. I think he's going to get in, you know, a third of the work anyway, so Ryan Matthews. We like it. I like it. I like Very it. much like that call.
7: All right, who's on next? Yeah, that's me. Yeah. I, oh, I- once again, looking at Ryan Matthews, that was a great pick. He was a guy I was kind of singling out, a guy that I uh, I think has a lot of potential in that backfield, especially if DeMarco Murray goes down. Yeah. Um, I really like, again, it's been mentioned already, but people should really take notice that we are at the end of the eighth round and there are plenty of wide receivers on the board. Yeah. So uh, something to keep in mind. Um, I personally have plenty of wide receivers on my team, uh, but I believe it or not going to go contrarian here and, uh, and and pick a guy that I don't want to lose because I don't see him making him back to me uh, because I kind of feel like I have another pick in mind after this one. And I'm going to pick John Brown because besides Ooh. Charles Johnson. We look at wide receivers in the NFL right now, and I think John Brown, um, he's getting, uh, I mean, he's got the speed. He's got Michael uh, Floyd out, um, you know, which he'll be back. But he's got a guy like Carson Palmer, who's, who's pretty much a, uh, a proven leader on the field. Uh, Carson Palmer's got an arm. He's got a cannon. If John Brown can get down the field and burn guys in the secondary, uh, you're looking at a guy who, uh, I mean, don't be surprised once again if you see new guys in the top 10 and 15 and wide receivers this year, some new names. And, uh, man, he finished strong last year.
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan of that kid. He's got every potential to uh... – to make a big jump. And uh, especially with Floyd going down, it's a huge bonus for him. Huge bonus. Bulked
2: up, uh, already made freakish plays last year and lives with Carson Palmer. Who's your pick, Dini?
3: All right, so we're going to funk you up. I'm bringing my quarterback into the game. Give me Eli Manning. I'll take him right now. Eli down. There you go. I like it. Oh, like, that's You're going to like it. play. when it comes back around to me. I got a great pick coming
0: yeah, up. No, that's, that's a great pick right there. So... John Brown, then Eli Manning, Mo. You got a couple picks on the board, brother.
5: Well, I know one for sure. I, I uh, gotta tip my hat there. I like the John Brown pick. Um, I'm gonna go with these these Chris Ivory.
4: Gone,
2: already picked.
5: Oh really? Damn. Then don't like that one. Don't like that one.
2: To buy myself a little bit of time. Don't worry, no stress. I'm going to do a pyro uh, promo right now. Please if do. If you're listening to this show, you know a lot of people asked us if we're, we're going to do mock drafts. We're going to do this one, hopefully another one. Mock drafts are a little more taxing on us for each show, although this is very, very fun. Uh, but what I want you guys to do is what I say every week. Go to iTunes, give us a five-star rating, write us a review. If you're not using um, Apple products, Head over to Spreaker or Stitcher. I know on, uh, on Stitcher, you can definitely write us a review. You can follow us there, and you can subscribe so that on your Android or Microsoft phone, anytime one of our new shows comes out, it's going to download to you. Please do that. Actually, when I made fun of our audience and said I was going to get a new audience uh, last week that seemed to have really inspired an uptick in reviews... So, I appreciate that. So, I'm going to take the nice route today and say, we love you as fans of Pyromaniac. Just do it out of the kindness of your heart. And if the numbers don't move up this week, I'm going to bludgeon you and rip on you next week. But regardless, you guys subscribing to the show on iTunes and you guys following us on some of these other outlets, it's huge. It automatically sends our shows that we do every week year round. Now, we're doing Power of Podcast Light, which is our light version of the show. Mo's doing fantasy football talks and mailbags. It's kind of uh, it's kind of starting to get ridiculous between video and uh, podcast on how much content that we're putting out on a weekly basis, and that's off season. So imagine what we're going to be doing in season. That's all I got. Who you picking,
3: Mo? Something of a
5: handcuff, I suppose. I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with David Johnson.
3: Oh! <laughs>
5: <laughs> Heard it here first, folks. David Johnson. And then I'm torn. Um, You know what? I guess I like... I I, kind of like the new QB situation. I'm going to go ahead and take Eric Decker.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Fitzpatrick, I think, is definitely an upgrade when it comes to fantasy uh, for that team. Uh, But it's still... (laughs) <laughs> it's it's still the Jets. So oh, it's, I be better than it's still
5: the Jets. And you know, everybody says Decker is a better number two. Um perhaps he's gonna get that with Brandon Marshall, but let's not forget a few years ago, I mean, granted, that was with Manning, he really set the league on fire. He might be able to do it again, and um I, I like I honestly like the Quarterback situation as it is right now. I, I did not like Geno. I think uh, this could be good for all Jet wide receivers.
2: I agree. I think if Fitzpatrick was still on the Texans, I would like DeAndre Hopkins a lot more.
3: It's a good point. A good there point. you go. You know, you know who I like a lot more. Before I make my pick, few i few like like Mal- Berry. Mal-
6: <laughs> Up yours, Gus <Gutherson. sighs>
0: Or if, if he was on the Bills, I'd like Watkins more. If he was still back on the Bills. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. I'll tell you that for right sure. now. Watkins, I love that guy's talent.
2: He's, and he he's rules, but a little scared of that quarterback situation. All right, who do we got? got
3: it's me. I we got, got Weenie we got, back we're, in the mix. We're going to funk you up. We just took Eli Manning, and this was the master plan. Coming back, swinging for the fences, I'm backing it right back up. Give me Tom Brady right there. T-bone. Wow. Yeah, you like that? See, now I got I got the upside guy that I like. I got, if he gets suspended, I got a guy that is no problem playing in his place, and Tom Brady is Tom Brady. So, there you go. It's an interesting approach. It Ooh. fell that way because of all the quarterbacks that were being taken. And this was the team that I waited till the, the last of, was that the last team to take a quarterback here? Or? Yeah, no.
6: Nope.
3: Okay, so <laughs> I knew it was getting thin, oh. but no, I, it was the, <laughs> well, last of my, the last of my last two guy. teams. I took Roethlisberger early, and I'm I saw the big run that happened in the round before, so this is saying, okay, i on the radar. I don't want to be stuck where, maybe it's stand strategy, but I don't want to be streaming with uh, Sam Bradford as my number one. As
7: I say, streaming or steaming, you're up next, tight. All right, so uh, next up here, uh, you're talking PPR. You like guys like uh, Amir Abdullah, Giovanni Bernard, and C.J. Spiller. And if you can't afford to pay that price early on, you want to take a chance on a guy who I think has an opportunity to be just like them. Uh, and you should love the pick with Duke Johnson right now in the ninth round.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. That's, I think that's a great pick right there. Especially considering the fact that it's such a muddled backfield as is, um, anybody can really take the reins there, and all Duke really has to do is have one good game, and he could run with it. And, you know, especially in that PPR format.
3: And again, Terrence West has not been dazzling people here uh, in, the, in the preseason. So yeah, it's very true. Cool. All right, OC,
6: you're on, well, baby. Well, I, I thought you were going to take my guy. Um, and I'm not a believer in the number one for this team. Who uh, just got Tressman, I'm gonna
3: go with uh, little Buck Allen. I like it. Uh, that's the guy who I was looking at when you were talking PPR as well,
6: Bucky. Bucky,
0: yeah,
2: it's solid. We we we, we just gotta see. I gotta I gotta see how they're using him in the uh, in the preseason games. But uh, I I kind of agree. It's, it could be good times there. I need more video. I I test, but I'm down with him.
0: It's going to be a huge bummer for stagnation. I'm very sorry to do this to you, buddy. And you know, we, we were talking about it earlier today, too. And he's jumped up right there to, to my 10 spot, and it's a Sam Bradford. Sorry, bro. I, I have to take him. I know that, that the QBs are running a little bit thin, and I know you got one coming up right here. So, what do you got?
4: I was not going to go QB. Really? And now I'm still not going to go QB. Okay,
0: because that one to come back to me. I guarantee you that.
4: Yeah, I, yeah, I can guarantee that as well. Uh, I will take a shot in the dark. Buy a piece of. I, I like taking the lower-rated Vikings receiver, the lower-drafted one. Uh, they're going at pretty much the same time. You know, Charles Johnson went in the sixth uh, in this draft, and Mike Wallace is going to go in the ninth, and I think it's a good value.
2: Yeah. Okay. Basically okay. I'm gonna tell you guys just from experience from last week. Me and Houdini had to re-record our ending. We we're at two hours and five minutes. So, and we're guys, so we need to do a couple lightning rounds here.
0: No, um, I'm gonna suggest we just cut, cut off two rounds and cut off the kicker and defense.
2: I, I, agree
3: that. so no one, I agree no with one that. No one draft the kicker and okay. defense. Fine. So no
2: kickers and defense. Let's cut that out. I agree with that. Uh, but let's go a little. Let's go a little speed on I love the. I love the talk, but the the literally the application. I would put out a five hour lonesome dove podcast. I would do it, but the application won't let me. Dude, so let's let's
0: move I forward. Have those so T V T. It's a on. it's a hand me down. I don't know where the hell they came from. All right, it came so from it, your dad. No, you <laughs> got him somewhere else. I don't know where <laughs> he got him
3: from. All right, Desbians are up. <laughs> <laughs> and and I had a guy who I took Devonte Adams with my last pick, but this guy actually had rated higher. But I knew that I had a better chance of this guy coming back to me in the group that I'm in. So this is again, know your league, know your situation, and I'll take the uh, the man who's, who's moving from Baltimore to San Francisco. I'll take Tory Smith here. I like it. Okay. You took you took a Wallace without even talking. I like it.
2: Okay. Lightning so, round. D-Rex, what do you got? I talked about Wallace. Oh, you did. Sorry, <laughs> I was too busy. Gotta talk about fast. It, uh yeah, lightning round. Hold on, I have no idea. What
3: <laughs> lightning round, or we hit the slug. See,
4: Torrey Smith and Mike Wallace are like the
3: exact same player. Right, but you know what? I've already had my, I'm Mike. I'm taking Wallace the better quarterback on my man. team for so many years that it's like because I'm stuck with him in a keeper league that yeah. I want to try my luck on some other schluck some other schmuck, I should say.
4: Schlep. Who, who, who do you have rated higher, uh, Wallace
3: or Smith? I had Smith rated much higher. I had Smith at 32. I have Wallace at 37, 40. Okay. Dog.
0: I had I already erased them. So I gotta see. I had Wallace uh, just over Smith simply because I think Smith takes much more of a back seat in that. St- fuck! I shouldn't be saying anything. All right. I, I'm you not know talking what I'm to doing,
2: you guys. I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> gonna go here. I'm taking the highest guy I have. I'm having, a, having a, and I'm going to go with Mr. Tyler Eifert. Eifert? Yeah, <laughs> nice. I like that guy. That's your
3: guy, man. You well, know?
2: it's actually, I feel, I'm sorry, because I, I know you're the only guy in the world that likes him probably more than I do, but I really, really like him. He's on, <laughs> he's on Notre Dame, he's from Notre Dame, like his, and he's on his favorite
4: team. I, I feel mean, like this is a talk <laughs> you have with one of your homeboys, like, but I'm sorry, bro, I really, really like her.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I can I say something about Eifert real quick? Yeah. Real quick, uh, I was going to take him last, but I thought there's no way he'd go in the ninth round. He's going to creep up, and I'm going to tell you by the time the preseason's over, I've been saying it. To anyone that'll listen, Tyler Eifert is a wide receiver who is built in a tight end's body. He's going to be catching touchdowns, and people think he's a blocking tight end. That is not true. He's a wide receiver. He is Graham. He is Gronk. uh, He is Travis Kelsey. And if there's any quarterback that reminds me of Alex Smith, it's Andy Dalton.
0: Yeah, it, it, I agree. Tyler Eifert has been absolutely insane in camp. And
3: we right grabbed here. him in our expert league. How far down?
0: Oh, God. Like,
3: not that far. We, well, cause cool. we, we kept waiting, like we can wait one more round. We wanted to grab him three rounds earlier than we
2: grabbed him. Yeah, and we, we, we and went we, another round. And we still got him. <laughs> Justin was actually at the uh, the, the uh, training uh, earlier. What was that? That was Saturday, um, Saturday. Saturday, and sent me a picture of Eifert and just. I'm just loving what I'm seeing out of this guy. He's obviously a beast. He needs to uh, stay healthy.
0: Yeah, it's the necklace.
2: Hey, uh, I, uh, I think height, uh, Justin. I think that neck, the those earbuds are making some noise. So if you could keep away from rubbing up against your shirt or something, that would help. It's it's making a, a little feedback clingy noise. So it whatever. might be
7: it might be rubbing up against my junk. I'm gonna have to fix this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: That's
2: what happens. That's what happens. Good we got job. we got
0: I, for, with the ninth pick in the eleventh round.
3: Ninth pick in the eleventh round.
0: Yeah.
2: All right, let's All go. Right. Next, pick. Next pick. Oh, something's really happening now.
3: Now put the headphones back on. Back on.
2: Headphones put your back necklace on. back on your junk. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, make sure you hold them uh, so they don't rattle against your body because that microphone is right by where your uh, your collar is. Right that time. I learned about 100 oh.
0: episodes, too. Never to take Viagra before a show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, I'll Zambique. It's your pick,
5: baby. Yeah, you, Mo. PPR, I'm going to switch it up a little bit here. I'm going to go with Larry Fitz.
0: I Good like back. that call. Good, Very back. much like that
5: call. It was
3: between Larry and Heifert.
5: And honestly, I got John Brown highest, but I... Believe Larry Fitz is going to have the most receptions.
3: Well, it's amazing how far he's fallen for me and my tears. I have Fitz so far down. I
0: don't, uh, especially with Carson Palmer as his QB. I hear you. Him and Palmer were same page the entire six games that they were playing together. If Palmer stays healthy, Fitz could very well lead that team.
5: Game around Al- Alberts. Real quick, non-PPR. I've got John Brown highest.
3: Anyone else agree?
0: Um. Yeah, right. actually, I I think I am real close. No, actually, I, no, I, have, I, I have John
3: Brown. I have John Brown higher, but I have Malcolm Michael Floyd higher than John Brown. Okay, I have uh, Fitz
2: higher
0: than both those guys. It's real close. Oh I my. got Fitz
5: higher PPR, but not in PPR. I'm going with Brown.
0: Just just curious, Malcolm Floyd.
4: Marco Floyd. He's got 3 disks disc... He's got three disc... Oh, sorry.
0: Yeah, it fits just above John Brown, but that's simply because of the Palmer factor.
4: Gatorade, Val. There See, these days they say you have to do safe
1: sex. John, when was the last time you made love? October
2: 4th, 1978.
1: Oh, I... I think
2: we're safe. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I want to give a shout out a little pyro promo. Stag Party is 48 pounds lighter than he was when he started with us on this pyro podcast. So, amen. While we're drinking all these Valverdes and these empty calorie IPAs, Stag Party's crackling waters, drinking Gatorade zeros. I do see a Dr. Pepper. I see an empty Dr. Pepper over there. That can't be good for the diet.
3: I'm 13 pounds heavier than I uh, started the off-season, so congratulations to me. There you go. (laughs) I wonder why. Let's see life events and
2: correlation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this: I'm 40 pounds heavier than when I started pyromaniac.com. Maybe 30, but it could be 40. I'm about
0: 40 years older.
4: So so older. Don't go, go older. back to your Facebook timeline; it'll only scare you. Oh, so, uh, with my pick, I'm going to take a guy who, you know, just has just had a better season than Fitzgerald last year. Uh, who might have a, who probably has a better quarterback, depending on when he comes back. And who looks like, if he ever gets out of the walking boot, you know he's. If he ever gets healthy, he should have a nice season. Brandt LaFell. Brandt Lafell. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Speed around. You guys like talked for eight you're minutes. Fine, we always fine. do. We always do. Uh, OC, what's up, buddy?
6: Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul's finger banging uh, does not have a tight end yet, and <laughs> Mr. Martellus Bennett looks pretty nice right now.
2: The black unicorn. He certainly right. does. He Let's does. Move he a certainly does. Play. Uh, dog, who you got, buddy? Two in a row. All right. right, back to O.
0: All right, t- two in a row. Here we go. Um, I am going to go with an Anquan Bolden and take a chance on a Brashad Perryman.
3: Oh, I like the Perryman The Perryman.
0: Perryman's the highest guy. in My tears left. Anquan Bolden is going to be uh, the PPR guy there. He's the one who's most familiar with the system. He's most familiar with cap. Um, he's going to be highly dependent on.
6: OC, you're back on, baby. Oh, after the Bennett pick, I'm going with upside with
3: Devontae Parker. All right. Mm-hmm. I like that. He's going to miss a few games, but when he comes back, he can be an absolute impact player for sure. Stag party.
4: I mean, I, I could have just taken another tight end, Martellus Bennett. You know, the value there is so much greater than anywhere else on the board. But then, you know, my depth at running back is just terrible, and potentially I have no idea when joint going to come back. So I might take an early season running back in and out for blue. There you go. I like that call. All right. Mozambique, on to you, baby. Yeah, I think I'm going to
5: probably take a flyer here. This is PPR. You you know, you just don't know what's going on down in Dallas. I I know the guy's history. Love the line. I'm going to go with Darren McFadden.
1: D-Vac. There
3: you go. I'm I'm DMP. DMP. I do like that call. D-Rex, I mean. on That's what I call you. That's a great call. D-Rex, on still, He's still having problems this preseason. It's it's unbelievable. That guy's getting like, pissed off. Yeah. D-ra- I just It's frustrating for that guy. With the amount of talent that he has, why he has not been able to. And now with the opportunity behind that line. Anyway, go ahead, D-Rex. Anyway, look, look, keep talking. I, I, <laughs>
2: you got nothing, uh, huh? I don't like any of you guys talking. And-
4: <laughs> I mean, think. They- they keep talking like they're gonna sign somebody else any day now. They keep talking up Gus Johnson from Stephen F. Austin. Yeah, they keep talking it. up Lake Seastrunk Strunk when he's on the field. Uh, you know, Dunbar is you know getting more actual run rather than just third down work. So they're talking about uh, talking everybody up except Darren McFadden right now. So you know his value's just going through down 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 into the pooper
5: another another camp battle that's going to be interesting especially once we see some preseason action
0: yeah yeah absolutely for sure I mean, it, 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 yeah i mean they, they they just all got to get on the field I mean, everybody's been injured at, at various times it's it's a dream offensive line to play behind a dream situation where you got wide receivers out there to draw coverage a dream in in one of the best blocking tight ends in the league as well out there it, it's just a situation you want to be in but Somebody's got to take the helm. Somebody's got to take the reins and run with it. And it's tough when none of them can stay healthy. Uh, You want to see it. You want to see it. That's why I took the chance on Randall earlier on my team. It's he's just uh, you got you got to take a chance on somebody in that team. Somebody's got to work. All right, I'm going
2: to take a chance on a a mouthy little mofo um, that this week called uh, JJ Watt. What do you you call him? Fuckboy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he's one of the talkative guys On the sideline it's Like what was going on with Garcon it's like, I don't know, the guy's like 108 pounds Probably should shut his ass If he doesn't <laughs> want to get into that kick But Pierre Garcon two years ago Was a stud muffin I don't think that last year was representative Of what he's going to do Do I think he's going to get back up to over 110 catches No, but I think it's going to be a little bit more On par with uh, what he did a couple years ago So I'm going to go Garcon uh, we'll great take, pick. take it from there great All right.
3: Pick. So uh, this is the Desbians And I already got five wide receivers now It's spent my last two picks on wide receivers I uh, only have three running backs So I'm going to add to that stable And I'm going to follow in the vein of my last two uh, Running backs who I took where My second running back was Gio uh, Giovanni Bernard And then Shane Vereen I'm going to grab another Asian guy but it's a PPR guy Give me Reggie Bush here I mean at this point in time I feel that this is Great value for Reggie Bush Reggie Bush is Asian? Aging, aging, aging. Oh,
4: you uh, speak speaking the
3: English? Oh, uh, he, is, he is in Chinatown near San Francisco. <laughs>
2: um, edit, please. Edit, edit. please. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
3: can you I, uh, I grew up on Tom and Jerry cartoons and, and Looney Tunes when, in the 60s and 70s. They were very racist. Yeah,
0: well, I grew up in Japan, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All
4: right, let's go. Uh, suck it to me, buddy. Let's talk about a guy who grew up in Wisconsin that's now on my team in, in Antonio Romo in the 10th round. Yeah, Whoa, That, <laughs> that, that, that was Romo? my backup.
0: That was my backup to, uh, to Bradford Cummins. So, yeah, no, no, I don't care. <laughs> uh, all right, that, that, that changes my pick.
2: Romo has the second easiest schedule. Good times in the 10th round. All right, in,
0: in case my uh, Jordan Cameron fails, I'll take Julius Thomas. There we go.
2: All right,
3: doubling up on the tight end there as well.
0: That's the highest tight end I got in tears.
2: He's He's higher than your first tight end four rounds ago. There you go.
3: All right, who's up next? We got uh, O.C. O.C.
6: All right, season cut short by injury. I like his new quarterback going Brian Quick.
4: Brian Quick. You like his new quarterback. That's a ballsy statement.
6: <laughs> you got to know no
4: when to fold Can't disagree with that.
2: <laughs> is he is he playing? Is he back? Is he practicing? I always am so scared with quick because the injuries he's are so just gone all the time. Where is he? What's his current health status? I just don't know. I'm I'm not paying attention to him. What what what? OC is he running around right now?
6: I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's Fair, enough. Edit. Fair enough. <laughs> Edit. Well in a two uh, two wide receiver league, he's fine as my number four, until so if he is still, you know, limping around, he'll be fine.
2: I'm not saying he is. I just don't know. Um alright, so height, you're on buddy.
7: Yeah, so let me get uh obviously everybody uh picked all the top running backs, but let me get the number one. B, running back in the NFL. And that's Nile Davis, who I think is going to be the best handcuff. Uh, you know, Obviously, Jamal Charles going down. Now Davis is already proven it. He's the guy.
2: Uh, that was my pick. If I didn't do Garcon, I was taking him for sure. I did think I was going to be able to get him in the 11th. I thought 10th was a tad high. Great friggin' pick. No question about it. Something happens to our fella that is a 10-year-old, was in the Special Olympics. God bless him. Perseverance. Uh, then... Uh, Nile Davis is going to be a great time.
3: Man, that really upsets me because that's who I wanted. And the drop-off with all of the other running backs at It really point, is
2: severe. I wish I hadn't taken Garcon at that point. Yeah, it's... it's I thought he was coming back to me.
3: It's pretty ridiculous. So you're, you're forcing me to have to go away from the running back position. I know I still need a tight end here, but I'm going to go to a wide receiver because he's just sitting too high up on my tiers. And I'm going to take Kenny Stills. I, I like the opportunity that he's going to have there in Miami, and um, you know, again, as my wide receiver five, I'm fine with that.
2: I'll say this in mock drafts: one of the things that I really go by when I'm doing these is is the uh, the heart pierce of the heart factor when someone gets taken that you didn't that you thought would come back to you and really kind of stings. Of this draft, that Nile Davis, not grabbing, is the first one for me.
0: Yeah, I, I was actually thinking about taking him there instead of Julius Thomas was thinking about taking Niall. Um I, I was actually thinking about Johnny Manziel. No.
2: Nah. <laughs> uh, no. Belverde. Verde. No. Why don't you
1: do the world a favor and pull your lip over your head and swallow? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you really lost your game on that. On that uh crackage of Every the. Every time you
0: mention Manziel, everything goes to shit. You mentioned him. No one else. That's to... what I'm saying. Oh,
2: you do. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Alright, lose off Max. Shit, I should have gotten around. We're on a wrap
3: around for uh, for Mo. Mo. You're yeah, on your kind of quiet, Mo. Two for two.
0: Uh
5: yeah. <laughs> a bit here. I really like Owen Daniels.
0: Oh, and
4: Daniels. You got it.
0: I like it. Great offense to be a part of.
4: Uh, Especially when you're old, apparently.
0: It's, it's awesome that he's older than his quarterback.
5: I got some good stats to back him up. I'll save it for a later time. Cool. Uh, and then, keeping in mind that this is PPR, I think I'm going to load up on my running backs, hopefully get a uh, lottery ticket. I'm going to go with Roy Hilu.
0: That is a lottery ticket, to be quite honest, and a good lottery ticket to have. Latavius, who knows? Trent Richardson, we know.
3: <laughs> well, you wonder the other thing, but what, what, what Roy hilu is a step-up guy in PPR. He's one of those guys that moves up in PPR. He's not as strong in standard, but he's the receiving back there.
0: He is the third down back there, yeah. and that's what I was saying about Latavius. He is the third down back there. Latavius won't be taking those third downs very often at all.
3: All right, so we're coming back to um, bring... We're going to fuck you up. Why are you standing up? Because <laughs> so I have to pee so bad. I got to pee so bad, so I'm just going to tell you my pick. And I'm going to jet. So, you want to know what? It's Charles mic. Clay. Get my first tight end.
0: Charles Clay. There it is. There it is. There it is. And there he goes.
7: There he goes. All right. Coming up, Height. All right, we're seeing the tight ends play off the board. This seems like a perfect spot since I missed on my Eifer pick to take the next guy I like, which is Kyle Rudolph. Rudolph, huge
0: upside. Love what that kid can do. Uh, My guy. Love him. Nice call.
2: Kyle the red-haired. OC. OC. All
0: right,
6: love this guy. Uh, Just moved from the Chargers now to Chicago. Eddie Royal. Eddie, Big potential Eddie
4: there. Royal.
0: Big potential there.
4: Dog, dogmatic.
0: Um, I'm gonna take a guy that I know everybody hates, but I don't really give a shit because he's in a situation at this point where I, 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 I just can't see him being terrible. It's possible, Marquise Colson.
3: Okay. It's possible.
0: It's it's possible, <laughs> sure, but it's. <laughs> Not terrible. All
2: right, you're up, Stags. nature. I think
4: this is a pretty easy pick for me, even though it's PPR and he might not catch a ton of passes. He's one of very few guys with 1,000-yard seasons on his resume, uh, and that's Michael Floyd. Yeah, uh,
0: fool, fool, fool me once. You, 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 you never take Michael Floyd again. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. Um, so I just took Reggie Bush with my last pick. Um, you know what, though? I just can't let this wide receiver leave the desbians without becoming one. Ruben Randall. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Thank you very
3: much. Thank, thank you. Thank you. you thank
0: very you, much. Thank you. All right. Good pick there. It was that was a big debate with me right there, but
3: uh... he was just. I think this that's one of those things when you're when you're using your tears. And I'm, and I'm I'm looking at all the things. He's the only receiver I have, and then the next one is like eight below him. So it's you can't deny when your tears are telling you that. You That's how, how you rated him when you when you were thinking about it. Stick with it. I had those two right next
0: to each other, and I I think I normally might have taken a, a Randall, but for me, let's say Brandon Cooks happens to go down, who's on my team? I got the, I got the Marquise Colston. It's just that... the. Well, okay, I, mean, I already have my wide receiver set. It's fine. It's just taking that, you know. This
3: is one of those things too. Backup I, factor. Uh, just as a quick little insight too, like you know, when I was doing my draft strategy, right up, there's the question about handcuffs, right? And do you handcuff a top player? And, and, and to me, it's it's interesting that you went that route because it's I I'm now more of a belief that when you have like these wide receivers, it's not necessarily that you need to handcuff your top wide receiver, but you did it, but. You can look at the wide receiver position and go, if this happens, and there's a good potential because this guy's either been around the league for a long time, has a history of injuries, whatever the case may be, here's a, here's a guy that will have a chance, number one, he's already going to have a role, yes. maybe it's a limited role, but that role increases dramatically with an injury ahead of him. Exactly. And it's, it's not, like exactly. A, not like a running back who you're projecting as the backup, Right. And, and, and you lose Adrian Peterson, you bring in Jarek McKinnon. They're not the same player. Exactly. So yeah. you're not going to get the same stats just because he's stepping into the role. But you're picking a guy that has talent and usually young. You know, Colston's the opposite of that. Yeah, honestly.
0: Colston is the opposite of that. But he does have a role already. Yes. And if Cooks happens to go down, which he has done already in just one year of play, you don't know. So, I mean, he'd be the next to get the major uh, targets from uh, a guy like Drew Brees, who likes to depend on those guys. So, D- right, Rex, what I you
2: definitely at? I definitely made a mistake by not taking Niall last round. I, I recognize it because I think the guy that I took Pierre will probably still be here. But I'm I'm gonna not lay down again. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on this. I'm doing. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> didn't give you enough time. You're speaking in tongues All right, right
2: now. Chris Johnson,
3: he's gonna oh, sign
2: that
0: one year. There you go. Interesting. You're not gonna find him. That's a non-available.
2: I not think. available. I'm banking. on... I didn't want to go another tight end. Or I mean, uh, wide receiver. Okay.
0: Well, will be we back.
2: Go. He's coming back. This
0: guy. Mo, Mr. Uh, Batman.
2: Me. Yeah, you're. Uh, that's
0: You've three to for be three. One
6: of the last
5: ones going for quarterback. I'm gonna take Tannehill.
0: There you go.
4: Tannehill in the eleventh probably money.
0: I like that. I'm a huge fan of that call.
4: Nice work. Highest on my tiers at this point. Yeah, because I would take Tannehill. No, I'd actually take Stafford over Tannehill. Hey, shut
3: up, dude. Shut up. Why do you that's, do
4: that? That's who I'm taking right now. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> S- suck it, you fucks. <laughs> you fuckboys. I like it, I like it, I like it.
0: Fuck stick. I like fuck stick. Fuck stick.
2: Alright, it's a family show. Uh, who's up next?
0: Fucking jag bag <laughs> Jag gag bag well, just, <laughs> Is that I making bag bag? It depends on whose balls you're swallowing there D-Rex oh, I don't see. know
2: you were telling us you were like an, an all star at the reach around There's no. nothing to reach
0: around You and make- I got some stories to tell then huh? <laughs> Fuck. No Alright no. right. come on let's go
5: I, I come for the fantasy football knowledge. I stay for the political correctness and sensitivity. Hey, you know.
2: <laughs> I was going to name my team the uh, the double inverted uh, dogs in a tub. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. Well, that's
5: I'm, s- I'm scarred for having learned that from you, my friend. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have good dreams tonight. Right. Ready?
6: Aim. O.C., I'm going
3: with uh, upside on um, Jericho McKinnon once AP goes down. Ooh, another injury call. AP. Dogmatica too. Oh, reach, reach around, dog. Reach around
0: for two. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I, I do like to reach around and.
3: My mama told me. You better
0: never reach around. around. Delaney Walker is one of them. Uh, just in case Earth falls on his ass, I do like Delaney Walker, especially in the PPR. And the, uh, the second one, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, a, a, another high upside type guy in case something happens uh, to the number one there in Miami in Lamar Miller. I'm going to go with Jay Ajay. I know that Damian Williams is less than a two, but uh, don't get your panties in a twist. That guy is not a number two. It's a guy.:
2: <laughs> All right, who's on next? That'll be O.C. again. O.C. back.
6: All right, just took uh, Doug Martin about ten or five rounds ago, so I'm backing him up with Charles Sims.
2: Good pick. There you go, smart. Highest guy in my tears at the position.
3: See, now that's also, see this is one of those things where I talk about handcuffs where I like that handcuff because you're taking a guy in, in, in a competition that's, it's a question mark, right? As, as far as... It's not a competition.
0: It, it's Doug Martin. They already, they okay, just said Okay, but,
3: but what I'm saying is this. Like yesterday. This is not a top-end running back situation backfield. Okay? And kinda of similar way that Staggs went by covering himself by taking Tevin Coleman and Devonta Freeman. That was in the first eight rounds. I understand that. <laughs> I don't agree with that, but I'm saying it's in the same vein of when you're taking those whole backfields, you are guaranteeing yourself and actually what you're hoping for is that one of them goes down so that someone gets the ultimate, you know, extra carries.
4: Yeah, my my offensive coordinator is uh Kyle Shanahan and their head coach is Lovey Smith. Who has a better fantasy track record? Lovey for running backs For Lovey. No, he doesn't.
0: For running mm-hmm. backs? No. My, yeah, it's it's true. Actually, know, I know. But
4: the, <laughs> Shanahan. The, the,
2: Let's move on. Let's Shanahan. move on. Let's move on. We got we got to keep going, and it's not anything personal. To anybody, we just got to move. Uh, I think
4: he I gave know. me the finger like five different times, and time.
2: it's nothing personal. <laughs> no, it's I mean, it's more of a. To be honest, this isn't more than a finger. It's it's more like. Rubbing the beans <laughs> It's like It's
0: more fun dang you're up I, I do want to say One last thing on that Because I, I think It bears saying Because this is a show That we want to give Information on fantasy Charles Sims I don't think If Martin does Happen to fail Or goes down I don't think Charles Sims Is the de facto Number one I think that Rainey takes the reins On one and two And I think that They're determined Right now To make Sims a third a uh, third down back.
3: Pun intended. Rainey takes the reins. <laughs>
2: did
0: I say that? Yeah, you did. That's good. Did I really? That's good.
2: All right, Stags. Uh, what do you got, buddy? This is
4: uh, Staglicious.
6: <laughs> staglicious gonna is going to
4: take a Lance Dunbar. All right. I mean, he could get more work on first and second down, but he's already the third down back for you know the Dallas offense that's going to throw it to the running back a little bit.
2: Like it. Um, Mo. Mo, you're on, buddy. Stags, you took Kelsey
5: from me earlier, and then I had McFadden, I was actually going to be taking a Dunbar there, so once again, well played, sir. Um, I'm going to go with a guy I think's going to get on the field sooner than later, Cameron Artis Payne.
4: Alright, rookie. Oh, well, that's who think? I should have taken? <laughs> I, I don't handcuff, so. Oh. oh. She's not up my alley. D-Rex. Once again,
5: I'm available for trade.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm going to
2: go to a guy That right now they're saying it Could be You know what, that's actually not a great pick I'm taking the best, the highest quarterback I've got left on my tiers And that's a Mr.
3: Joe Flacco Nice Well, the uh, Desbians need a tight end And the Desbians know where to look Don't look further than your own tight end Des, you take Jason Witten It's PPR Good pick
0: There you go it's a great pick actually.
4: Yeah, I would have taken him as a second tight end uh, with this next pick if you hadn't taken him. Great pick. He uh, was he was he
3: was screaming,
4: screaming at my, you. I, I'm, 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 I'm I
2: already team. had two tight ends, but he's been he's been sitting on there on that far yeah. right zone for for two long PPR seasons. Come on. All right. What do we got there? What, what are we stack? What are you taking stags?
4: I I'm filtering through the dirt right now. <laughs> filtering through the dirt, but I think I will take a Philip Rivers to back up my Tony Romo. Have a nice little streaming twosome.
0: I like that's, uh, that, that. That's actually a pretty darn good call.
3: Alright, dog, you're up.
0: Oh, really? Um, really. Okay, <clears throat> then I'm going to
3: Which team is this? What's your team name on this one?
0: Oh, This is the uh, I am going down to Browntown because that is my forte. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wanted to make you say it again. Yeah, and I, I like saying it. I
3: like doing it. Going well, down way. to Browntown. Alright, because I,
0: I don't really have a belief in the guy at all. I have never had that much of a belief in the Garrett Blount. I'm going to take Jonas Gray here.
4: Wow.
0: I, I think there's a lot of potential there.
4: Week one, Stagg's favorite guy. I, I I didn't even play him with the Fanduel. Uh,
3: there you go. I, I don't think he hasn't been drafted. Yet. Blunt been drafted? Yeah. Okay. The other thing is Blunt has been dealing with some uh, injuries, pickups, hiccup, and injuries. Sprained he he, he took him. It took him what two or three days to actually even qualify to be uh, cleared to practice. Yeah. He's a fatass. Yeah. He's he's got Carlos Hyde syndrome. So yeah. I, I I wanted to
2: draft him. There you go. <laughs> nice <laughs> OC baby. You're on.
6: I'm going to Stevie Johnson. I like
2: what I hear out of the training camp. Just, Great so, call. just so you know, I was taking him instead of Joe Flacco with my last pick, but I kind of thought he was going to come back, and I had just taken too many tight, ty- uh, two wide receivers out of my last three picks. Great call. He's saying Rivers saying is interchangeable at this point, probably
0: the I'll slot outside with, anywhere with, with Allen. So awesome pick. And I would have taken Joe Flacco if you had ended up taking Stevie. Actually, you probably would have taken Flacco, and I would have taken Rivers. What would have been a whole different draft. <laughs> could have been, could have Shit. been, could have would have. All right, who's
7: up? Uh, we got height, uh, Mr. J.H., what's up? All right, so if you're going to invest a high-quality pick uh, second round in Andrew Luck, you better back it up. And uh, I'm going to take the best quarterback available on the board, and that's Teddy Bridgewater. Nice. Solid. Uh,
0: Very interesting.
7: That's
2: the highest guy yeah. I got. This is good, man. We're all kind of in the same zone. It's,
4: I mean, I think there's a couple guys in that same range that are debatable, but Agreed.
3: I don't have time to do it.
0: Agreed. <laughs> no question. There's a tier full
2: of so
3: guys. There's
0: a few right guys there. right there all right. That are debatable.
3: We're going to funk you up. We, uh, we haven't drafted a running back since we went heavy early with three of our first four. Oh. Uh, and I'm going to go back Bold there. Bold move there, Cotton. <laughs> Bold move there, Cotton, indeed. <laughs> a guy who's sitting out there that could have a potential. I know he's having his, his issues in camp. Uh, and the other two backfield mates have already been drafted. But I'll take a chance on Terrence West at this point. Okay. Sure. Round 12, it, it's, it's worth a chance.
0: Very nice. I like it. I like it. Who's next?
3: We got the wrap around with Mo starting us off. Batman. And basically, just so everyone knows, we are exiting round 12 and we only have two rounds left because we're not doing kicker and defense.
0: That's correct. Sure. Batman, give me two Robins, buddy.
3: Well, I like to load up on
5: running backs. Uh, let me take a look. Let me go with that. Oh, boy, I might have to switch my uh, tears around. I don't know. You know what? I guess I don't have any confidence in Sankey. I'll, I'll go with David Cobb.
4: Nice pick. I should have gone with Cobb. Yeah.
0: Me too. <laughs> What's my next? Yeah. Ah, I, I thought I would come around one me more. Me too. Fuck. Nice pick.
5: Now we're at. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're only going to take two more picks, correct? Yes. yes you're down your last
0: two. Yes. You are down to your last two right now.
5: Okay. Give me one second.
0: Take your time. Take your time. But we get, we Time's get, up. We're going to have plenty of dead
5: air
3: on, on, on the podcast. It's okay. We don't need to entertain everybody all the time. Right? You know what? Let's entertain them for a little bit here so you can think. Oh. All right. I've got it. No, hang on. Uh, you know no, I, I've got talking about
5: this lately. I'm, boy. All right, you're still thinking. Uh, I've, been, I've been taking too many rookies. I did that last year. You know what? I'm going to... Go on, on a limb. Give me Dwayne Bow.
0: There you go. I like that call.
6: All He's right, Dwayne Bowe,
3: Bo, the- I'm, I'm going to tell you this, because we needed some filler. I'm going to give it to you.
6: Pain. He wants to talk about pain. I had a gallstone
1: the size of a baseball. Well, oh, gallstones, yeah. Gallstones are for pussies. When I had the shingles, you see me in here complaining to Phil about it, huh? Did you? Did you? Shingles, shmingles.
6: When I had my ulcers, I was...
5: Parting reason, please.
4: Did you give yourself time to think there, Houdini?
3: Yeah, I got my pick ready. But I think we got something else first. I got something I need, too. Valverde.
6: I'd rather kiss a dead moose's butt.
2: (laughs) Yummy. Good beer. By the way, I'm drinking Revolution Brewery. I've done it before. Fist City, Chicago Pale Ale. Great time. The music, the opener, is Richard Ashcroft. Mad Richard, the lead singer of the Verve, my favorite band ever. This is a solo stuff, post-Verve. Good times. First song was Are You Ready? We're gonna close out with Good Lovin'. I'm gonna tell you right now, if you love music, this guy is a rock and roll machine. He's inspired Oasis, he's like Brit Pop's number one rock. This guy, I
3: just love him. So if you don't know Richard Ashcroft or The Verve, give it a whirl. Alright, so it's uh, we're gonna funk you up's pick. We took Terrence West with the last one. What's funk you up drinking? Well, we're doing a Founder Centennial IPA because there is nothing better when it comes to standard, amazing American IPA. Yes. Nice. Here, here. What are you
2: drinking, Ma? Tonight I'm going with an old
5: favorite with Huma uh, Humalupalicious from Shorts.
0: Very nice, very nice. Nice. Say that ten times fast, and let's
3: go. All, All right. right so so that's we're going to funk you up. And I'm going to go after my rookie that I like that I think has an uh, immediate chance and going to probably be a starter uh, immediately on I'm Stag's favorite team, Carolina. So give me bunches of Devin Funches.
4: <laughs> oh, yes. yeah, my favorite team and my most hated player.
3: <laughs> and your most drafted team. Jonathan Stewart and Kelvin Mitchell. Power to the Stag. Um, who's up next? That brings up... uh, oh All right,
7: here we go. So with some wide receiver love, uh, I don't know a lot about the guy, but he's starting to pop up a lot in the news. I'm going to do some research. I'd like to hear what everybody else thinks about Tyler Lockett.
0: Interesting, interesting. He has been popping up in the news a lot. Um, He Probably being a rookie, will probably end up starting at the third wide receiver spot over there. Not a very high-volume passing team, obviously. But if you were to put him on a different team, I bet you he would really come out strong um, on whatever team he played on. It's not going to be an easy thing to, uh, to happen for him this year. But in the future, I, I, I'm a big fan of his. Wow, does that, that kid gets in and out of routes super quick. Um, it looks like every route he's running is like basically the same route, because, which is terrible for a defender. defenders can't defend it at all. Uh, it's just not a very high-volume offense. But I like the pick. Good pick I, there.
3: I expect him to be used kind of like Percy Harvin was. But while Percy Harvin said that everybody there hated his ass, nobody hates the rookie. So Doug Baldwin's okay with him, and mm-hmm. <laughs> Jermaine are okay with him. So
2: that's up, why he'll have a chance to succeed. They gave up a lot of picks to get him. Obviously, they're going to use him in special teams a lot. So know your league. In leagues, if you're getting a high reward for special teams, he, he, he gives you an added boost. But right now, I would honestly say he's
3: probably right here today the best wide receiver on the team. <laughs> The scary thing, though, is that Probably. you can't trust Seattle when they draft a guy that they're going to play the guy. Christine Michael! That's all I'm saying. We'll Got see. A point. Got a point. All
6: right. Cam Newton's truck driving school does not have a tight end, and I'm looking for upside from Drew Brees for Josh Hill.
3: Interesting. Nice call. That was Stag's early season pre-Madonna.
0: Shot down my boards lately, but yeah, I think there's still upside, huge upside there. To be honest,
3: well, at this point in time, getting getting late. absolutely,
0: yeah. absolutely. let What's your forte? Uh My forte is is taking your runarounds, guys that you used to love years ago, Who is it? and turning them into gems. Kaepernick. Give me Michael Crabtree. Yeah,
3: Crabby the Oakland resurgence. Yeah, all you have to do. Just skip over to the other side of the bay. Absolutely, and things get a lot better. Yep. You know who my highest wide receiver
2: available was? Right there, Mr. Michael Crabtree. That's what I'm talking about,
0: That's what I'm talking about. I hear he's performing phenomenally in camp, and it'll be interesting. If you know, you never know. Amari is a rookie. You can't just throw a rookie out in the number one slot and say, "Hey, you're the guy." Especially when Crabtree was the guy for years, and he's never
3: played a 16 game season. before. Exactly. <laughs>
2: and in college, Amari and Amari and uh, and Crabtree were very, very similar guys. Crabtree, uh, yeah. not as fast as it turned out, but both these guys were just the the utility, oh, amazing, you'll catch anything, do whatever, The last, guy. Last
3: point last player ma- on the team. Last point. One I think, yeah, yeah. Last point to make about Crabtree. Here's a guy that. Didn't blow up when he first came into the league, right? He was like one of those late bloomers that really had to work for it. Finally got to that level, and then it went away. So you know that this guy understands that he has to work hard for what he's doing, and he's doing that right now in Oakland. If he hadn't had that Achilles injury a couple years yeah, ago, true. it would
2: be a totally different story. He'd probably still be on the Niners with a huge contract. Playing on a
0: one-year uh, contract right now, playing for yeah. his life, mm, yeah. to be honest.
3: Like that. Matt Jones. Oh, There no. it is. There it is. No. Yes. No. Yes. That was, the, my, that
2: was my next pick for sure. <laughs> wow. Good pick.
3: All right, so I'm in a luxury where I can just take the best available did player that, that, that I have I on my, my tiers back. at this point in time. Um, so I'm going to... God, I'm getting crushed the last couple of years. You know what? Actually, this is where I'm going to take... I'm going to take... A new shot in the dark. This guy just came out of nowhere here for the Desbians, but um, new shot out of the dark just because of all the injuries that are going on at the, the, the backfield in Buffalo. And a guy that we saw that has flashes of being able to put up huge fantasy points and maybe it becomes, because I'm drafting him as my, what is he, my fourth, fifth wide running back, I'll, I'll take Bryce Brown. Give me the chance.
0: Uh, I thought I he was he's getting cut. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say somebody else. Because Fred he's... Jackson,
3: Fred Jackson's not not back there yet. He's still dealing with his injuries. Bryce Brown's the only healthy running back that got there right now, so yes. he's playing. So, and again, hey. <laughs> I know, but you're talking about we're talking about we're talking about fifth running back, and you're talking about guys that can win you weeks, right? Do I want to take a guy that's just gonna be getting four carries a week, or do I want to take a guy when all these guys get hurt ahead of him, and it's Rex Ryan's offense? Here's a guy that has a chance. Okay. Personally piss off with that Mike Jones. Matt, know, Matt Jones. Matt
2: Jones, sorry. Uh Mike White. Whatever his name is. Uh, Mike Hunt. But the truth is that guy has got sleeper goal. He's gonna be a goal-line machine. He is a guy that could probably have eight to ten touchdowns this year. But if anything does happen with an Alfred or the team sucks and they just say, you know what, we need to throw that young blood in there, that guy's got all the opportunities. Again, another uh, a, a telling thing from a Mo interview that he's had, just how uh, Scott Mc... What's his name? McLaughlin. McLaughlin went, went after him, and this is a guy that was all about bringing in beast mode. He's the guy that built the C- Seattle and San Francisco's teams before he Started laying on the uh, the booze a little too much So I think he's going to be a huge Huge sleeper that guy Alright I'm moving on I don't want to kind of do running back But I don't know if I'm going to do that Anyone want to talk
3: for a minute While I do just... this
0: No you just want to say a name
3: Alright I, I can do it I just took Bryce Brown for crying yeah. out loud <laughs> just, just make a pick
0: He actually just was was just cut Was he just cut no, but they moved him to fifth on the depth chart today. Yeah.
2: It wasn't a good pick. Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do upside. And I'm doing Monty Ball.
0: Knew that was coming.
2: I had a better one, but he's coming back. <laughs> it hasn't happened the last two rounds, so let's
3: see it. You only got one more pick left, so that's fact. That's fact, Mo. Fake.
5: Yeah, I got a stat uh, from Mike Clay that last year the Ravens were I believe 30th in wide receiver sets and so that might hurt my pick. <laughs> Cody right. Latimer uh, could be out there for the, the the three wide and hopefully it changes up a little bit when they're in Denver, so I'm going to go ahead and take Cody Latimer.
0: Nice, I like it. Good pick. I like it. I would, do,
4: I would do something very similar, except I would take an offense that is in three wide receiver sets, and I would take Dante Moncrief. Yep, slightly. A lot
5: of uh, lot of hands to catch balls that are a lot of mouths to feed.
3: Interesting for me, I have Cody Latimer and Dante Moncrief back to back in my tiers with Latimer one ahead. So interesting.
4: Yeah, yeah I think there you, there you consider go. Consider
3: that because everyone's looking at my tears. Uh, OC, you're up.
6: Well, I'm going to go ahead and back up uh, Russell
3: Wilson, just in case he does falter, with Carson Palmer. Good. You're not going to get an argument from Dog on that. No,
0: sir. That's a good pick right there. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I could back up Cam Newton, but I assume I would have a pickup during the season and uh, don't really need to back him up at this point. Not with the, what's out there. So, I'm going to take a couple upside guys. Uh, I'm going to take Andre Williams. Uh, I'm not sure that Rashad Jennings is going to make it through game one. So, we'll see what happens there.
3: Last pick for this team. Yeah,
0: last pick for this team. I am going to take another... I don't know. I don't want to say it's a big upside guy, but it's a guy that... I don't know. I've liked for years. Nick Toon.
2: Toon. Put your money where your mouth is. That's a freaking lootely. That's that pick. I like it.
0: Yeah. That's a money where my mouth is, and probably shit it out later.
3: All right, O.C., let's close out the <laughs> finger bangers.
6: <laughs> all right, Jason Pierre, Paul's finger bangers, going to go with Old Faithful on his last leg, Malcolm Floyd. Yes, sir. He's always good for what he's good He's for already
0: it. stated that this is his last season, so I do like guys like that who are just going to go all out. They know that this is the last year of their career. It's like high school players who know they just are never going to play in college. Throw it all on the line and they usually suck, but sometimes they win and they make a movie.
2: (laughs) When you're a guy that has been able to stay in the league as long as he has, don't you just hold on? Like, do, Do you come into the season like, this is my last season, guys. No, don't shed a tear. Don't shed a tear. Doesn't Don't cry like for just me, just Argentina. On, as long as this guy can play in the league. You're doing the shit. next intro, bud. Yeah. There <laughs> you go. Don't
1: cry for me,
2: Valverde. <laughs> next week. <thank>
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: Who's got next?
4: <laughs> so after taking Dante Moncrief the last round, I'll swing back. I'll take Philip Dorsett just in case he passes him in camp and lock down pretty much the third wide receiver job for the Colts. Whoever gets it, you know. There'll be plenty of miles to feed, but this is a three wide receiver offense now, uh, with a quarterback who's likely to throw for five thousand yards. So.
3: There you All go. Right, there
4: you go.
2: You're riding right our handcuff piece this month.
4: I don't handcuff.
0: No. <laughs> I just take the bus I hand. handcuff my third receiver, my yeah. third wide out on a third team.
3: No, but see, but this is again where I was talking about handcuffs earlier here, is like that's how you handcuff now. You look at guys that have the potential for opportunity with these wide receivers, you need to be looking at these these, and a lot of them happen to be rookies, right? And they're, they're stud rookies that, you know, but there are so many stud rookie wide receivers now that you're getting value guys that are drafted in the third and fourth round. So you're going 10, 11, 12 deep in rookies. So you have plenty of opportunities of guys that have great opportunities. If you can stash them on your bench and wait for a little bit later in the season, these guys have great potential. Dorset's one of them. Mo.
5: I back that up. It depends on the uh, the quarterback. I just did the same thing with Latimer and Sanders. They got a great quarterback, and if one guy leads the race, you got them. If both guys are there, you got trade bait. Definitely depends on the quarterback. But I like what you're saying there, Houdini. Um, my last pick. I need a tight end with this team, so. Give me some uh, upside with uh, ASJ Austin Safarian, Jenkins. Still got a lot of guys on the waiver, but I'll take uh, upside with uh, Jenkins.
0: Sure, it's a good upside pick. I like that, especially when you just you needed one. Um, you could have gone with with something at this point. We're in the last uh, round of the draft. Uh, yeah. Maybe uh, maybe a, uh, another tight end gets taken, but I'm going to throw the name Dwayne Allen out there at this point. That was
5: my other guy. I was yeah, of course,
0: at. yeah. I mean, there, there's definitely other guys that could be taken, but the upside, I do like the ASJ there. All right, who we got next here? Who we got
2: Rex. This is my last pick, right? Yep. Zim. That'd uh, be a Okay, I need to take a wide receiver, and there's a lot of little whitey guys that I like. A lot of bigger black guys I like. <laughs>
0: Wow. Are there any Asians you like out there? Uh, hey, watch what yellow, you say. Yeah, I'm from Japan. Yellow,
3: uh, yeah. Yellows or Browns? Escobars or? Uh, come on.
0: Jeez, Louise.
3: Heinz <laughs> Wars out of the We're league. We're offending everybody. <laughs> All right, I I'm
2: not going by my tears right now. <laughs> I read something today that doesn't like that. All right, I'm gonna go ballsy. This is an upside pick. Oh, I'm no, you're get not. That little white guy though. <laughs>
3: Little lady, I know who you're talking take about. Take your Cole, yeah,
2: take him, Cole Beasley. There there go. Go. we're sneezing and beasing.
3: Feel Let's that like, one coming?
2: You little runt that can dunk and do three sixties. Let's you do this. Love Genie. your
3: Cole. All right, the Desbians, We uh, we need to back up uh, our old Jason Witten just to be on the safe side. We'll go for my guy who I believe has high upside. I know that everybody else is downgrading the hell out of him, but give me Kofi Fleener. Fleeny weenie, weenie.
0: Well, that's a terrible nickname.
3: Yeah, well, it's not mine.
0: <laughs> we'll I, I just mine. give it to him. If it was yours, we would have kicked you out a long time ago.
4: Uh, I'll take the fleety weenie technical second receiver in Pittsburgh until I hear differently. There you
2: go, Marcus. Marcus Wheaton. Good bet. Really? Beck. It's a good bet.
4: I mean, in the I like 14th it. round, I, I could do worse. PPR, I like it.
0: Very interesting. Okay, I mean, you want your small little white guys yeah, um, I'm gonna take Houdini's dick. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take Danny Amendola. Yeah, I like it. He was up. He was up there in the
2: little white guy conversation.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, I think he's the best of the little white guys that were out there. I love Cole Beasley. Don't get me wrong, but the upside of uh, of an Amendola, especially with Ainelmin's injury in this preseason here, is gigantic. Wild card. Right. Gears huh? Heterosexual or
1: homosexual? Jeez Louise, that's a perfectly legitimate question. <laughs> well, maybe in California, but here in Minnesota. Oh, oh, oh. Is that Ann Archer? What was that
2: woman's name? That, her
3: name was... Not oh, Ann Archer. No, it's I not know. Ann Archer. It's Dian- uh, Ann-, Ann Margaret. Ann, Ann- Margaret. Yes. There, you ah, go. there you go. Dan- From Ann- the peanut gallery. so
2: hot.
0: <laughs> OC on you. Nice one. Way to jam go. it. Ram <laughs> it. Ram <laughs> it. <laughs> straight,
3: ram I don't know. Nah, Who's <laughs> so up?
6: We're
2: nearing an end. We're almost done. We're in. At... Alright, all right. Last, uh, last round I took Josh Hill and if he bombs,
4: I'm gonna take those first four games or so and uh, back him up with Antonio Gates. I did debate between nice. yeah. Wheaton and Gates. Yeah. I knew you
6: were gonna go Gates. I
4: thought you were going
2: Gates on that other team when you took Floyd. <laughs> Me I'll and do. Homer. Yeah, my Chargers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Alright
7: Hype We got last pick buddy Alright with your last pick When you're taking Eddie Lacey first overall You better back that ass up with James Starks It's a real fine woman I, I don't know if I'd say that about Would James Starks Would
2: you back Starks? that ass up <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Juvenile, I'm really Juvenile. <laughs> a little Wayne became the big guy But let's be honest Juvenile was the shite from
3: that oh, Cash money boys
2: Juvenile I miss that guy LJ. All
3: right, all right, Houdini. We got the. Uh, we're gonna funk you up. So I grab Kobe Fleener for my other team. I'm grabbing Dwayne Allen for this team. Oh, you really? You okay? Yeah. Backup Matching Charles. Back. Two two teams. Teams. I like, hey, listen. You know, those, I like both those tight ends. I Absolutely. agree.
2: All right, last pick of the draft. We had to. We shortened it by uh, two rounds. Everyone, just so we're not doing defense and kicker because we're not gonna let this thing go too far over no. three hours. So last pick of the draft, Mo. And then after we do this, we'll give a quick shout, high-fives to one another, and close this thing out so we have time to play the music. Mo, who is Mr. Irrelevant? Down to two. Uh, boy,
5: you know, I I, I guess I'm going to go with James White.
2: That's, that's great nice. pick. Nice. Great pick. That was a guy I was going to take if I didn't go Cole Beasley. Honestly. It was... Debating I just took between too many Matt. Jo-
4: backs. It was debating between James White and Matt Jones for me, but with all the guys wow, on the Patriots it. right now, I was just like, oh, Matt Jones is much better, safer option here.
5: I, I, I agree. I like the Matt Jones, but I've already got Blunt, so I figure I've got a chance at someone leading the Patriots race there.
0: The only bummer is that they just came out and said that the same thing is happening this year. as happened last year. James White, awesome without pads. You put pads on the guy and he just looks like he's lost. Uh, it I, I, The guy does have talent, don't get me wrong. I mean, I watched him in college, you know, being a Big Ten guy. But I, 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 I don't know. He, he, you throw pads on the guy and you throw him amongst men, he looks small, he plays small, and it doesn't quite work out for him. I hope he wins that job because I've been a big fan and proponent of his for a while. Uh, that's a great Mr. and pick, though, either way.
2: Hey, hi. And then uh, let's talk about, we'll talk. let you guys talk a little bit. What are you loving about... Um... You know, your your uh, what, what's your favorite pick? What what do you love and height? And I'll, I'll ask the same thing of you, Mo and uh, OC. What what do you, what's standing out as a value pick for you there, buddy? Talking about the
7: whole draft board.
2: Yeah, no, for for you, but anybody, but Mo, okay, mostly, well, what do you think?
7: Yeah, I'll start with. I think it was Mo grabbed. Uh, yeah, Clark Cameron, Artist Payne, in the yeah, twelfth. That was really early, but I mean, that's you got to go early on some guys. But as far as my own team. Um, I mean, I I, I always kind of feel like you got to go early when you like a player. You know, I took Abdullah in the fourth. Uh, I took Johnson in the sixth. I mean, I like these guys. I'm taking early. If I had to put my finger on just one, probably Charles Johnson in the sixth. You can't let guys like that get away from you and sleep on them and think that you're going to get them back because they won't. So many players I saw you guys take uh, one and two picks after me, uh, directly after me. So uh, yeah, Charles Johnson. You know, guys like that, you got to take them when you got the opportunity to.
2: Yeah, and hi, you actually. Uh... You know the guy, right? You, you you went to you went to high school with them, and he's from he's from your neck of the woods, right, Johnson? Yeah.
7: Yeah, man. We grew up in the same uh, same town in Erlanger, Kentucky. I did not go to high school directly with him. He's uh, it was the same high school as me. I was actually already graduated when he was in school, but he left Erlanger, Kentucky, and he went to a couple couple different colleges, community college, and you know, uh, I, I came Grand Valley State. I think he finished that. But he's been all over the place. The guy's traveled. He's been on a lot of teams. He's played under a lot of coaches at every single level. Uh, he preps. I'm going to tell you. I'm friends with him on Facebook. The guy's posting stuff every day, twice a day, motivation work. Out, I mean, he's pushing himself as hard as you can imagine any professional athlete would. He's gonna, he's gonna <laughs> seize the opportunity.
2: Perseverance is awesome. I hope he gets this big contract, and he is the kind of guy that once it happens, he's not gonna change his ways, and he's gonna keep playing and elevating his game through every point of the contract.
3: So we give him a bell Val- birthday. Val-
2: is, it's so good. Yeah, I missed yeah. that. Yeah, bring I missed that. I missed that. Gotta
3: bring it back every once in um, a while.
2: All right, OC, out of your uh, two squads, what are you, um, what are you vibing on the most? Or is there a pick that you wish you could have had or something you love that one of uh, your other uh, opponents had done?
6: Well, out of all my mock drafts so far, I have yet to see Jimmy Graham go past the third round. And to get him in the fifth is insane, so, uh, Stags your first team, got a good one with there. Uh, I enjoy my Trey Mason and Ryan Matthews back-to-back, especially handcuffing uh, DeMarco Murray. You know, one false step from both Gurley and DeMarco
2: will basically leave that team with three studs. So That was, that was my favorite. Cool. Mo, what do you... Uh, and, and just so you know, OC, awesome work. We, we, we haven't been good about mentioning the Pyro Pro League. Uh, so far on these podcasts. We're not going to do it now, but we are putting the piece up, I think, what do we agree on? Friday? Friday. On Friday, we're going to put an op-ed piece up about that league. Tomorrow is the pre-order for Pyro Pro. I am hoping, with all my love, uh, that, that we can have that live by Saturday. I'm not going to be doing anything other than working on it to get there. We made great headway today. I think Pyro Pro is going to be able to be sent to people this Sunday, but pre-order on it starts tomorrow. Friday we'll have that Pyro Pro League in, which is gonna be uh, lucky members that that buy Pyro Pro will be able to be in an expert league with us. Awesome work running that, awesome work with the Reddit stuff you're doing, awesome work with the team uh, updates, awesome work with the pros and cons, awesome work, you know, just awesome work, dude. Really appreciate what you're bringing to the table. Really, really, really You stepped up big time And OC, you are a pyro You are a part of this family Appreciate all the work, buddy
6: Yeah, I appreciate all you guys And uh, Mo and I, I can't wait to kick your ass in that league
2: <laughs> I know I know, I know. it's good The One thing we gotta say is Mo and OC We're gonna be uh, joined at the hip They're master blaster We're not sure which one's the little guy up on the shoulder And <laughs> which one's the big giant We'll find out We'll know as the league progresses, but we collectively are going to be uh, more of like the. We're Voltron. Scotland. We're Voltron. Okay, Voltron. We're Voltron. <laughs> and um, the old school Pyro uh, podcast guys are going to be one of the teams in this league. Should be very fun. We're going to um, we're going to have narrative and talk about the league throughout the season. If that doesn't
3: happen, OC, I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the Green Voltron. The you green are? line, yes, I'm the green line.
2: You're, I I thought you were the yellow Teletubby, but... All right, let's go on. Mo, what did you like the most about your team? And then uh, anything you guys want to say, and we can shut this party down. What's that
5: Mad Max beyond Thunderdome? Uh, 12 teams enter, OC and I leave. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: love it,
7: I love it. Uh,
5: Looking back at the draft, uh, personally, my team, I kind of liked, I believe I called it the, uh, it's all over now, Alfred Blue. But I went with three running backs right off the bat, and then I went with three wide receivers. I really like that distribution. I love the running backs I took. I got the Hill, Force, that Gore. I'm I'm sure we'll post this. Folks can see it. But um, I I really like going with the best available. I also like Staggs, uh, Gronkowski, Kelsey. Um, especially when you can play it as, as a flex, and if both are knocking out of the park, that is fantastic trade
2: bait. So I like that move too. Very cool. Uh, very cool. Well, awesome work. Since we've gotten that new equipment out to you, Mo, you've been the most. You've been uh, the replacement killer for Stags as as the uh, the go- What the most? What what is it? Not the Godfather of Soul. But hardest
4: working. The man. hardest working
2: man in rock and roll. Sorry. Uh, Staggs is the James Brown of Fantasy Football Aye. Well Whoa. right now this, <laughs> this week you've been crushing it So amen dude I love the way you reach out to and, and make the industry smaller For all of us So respect to you Obviously you brought so much to the table Height You and those uh, characters So awesome Love you guys. Anything else you guys want to see or should we get into, do uh, you got something to say about it? Your team or
3: what, well, added? I'm just going to say, it's like as I look at my teams and so again, I I, I just really want to be in the middle of the draft this year. Okay. I, I think that's the sweet spot this year. I love the Desbians much better than, than we're going to funk you up. I, I mean, I, not that I, I don't love Le'Veon Bell sitting there, but when I look at the team as a whole, I go, man... I go two wide receivers first, and I can still get Lamar Miller, Giovanni Bernard, Shane Vereen, Reggie Bush. That's that's doable. When you, know, when you realize that, as I was talking about earlier in the podcast, the whole thing about where the running back scoring has gone down dramatically once you exit the top ten, it's not that dramatic, and you can still make hits on the, on the wide receivers. And if you are able to get two wide receivers, you can potentially get you over 200 points then you've made up for the whole fact that you didn't have that running back in the first two rounds. I, I, I'm actually... I understand what you're saying, but I, I think
0: that in a PPR format, I actually like being more towards the end. Um, I think you get better value towards the end of the of the round, being in that 12 spot, getting the wrap around 11 or 10 or something like that. I think in standard formats, I'd rather be more in the middle or towards the beginning, but in PPR, I think I'd rather be to, uh, towards the end almost. It's... the The, the talent that Comes through um, towards the end of those drafts, uh, towards the end of the first, second, you know, first round, getting the first start at the second round, and then even towards the end of the third and the wrap around the fourth, you're like, wow, that's still there and that's
3: still there. You got to be kidding me. That's let me piggyback on that. It's interesting because what it is is I think what what we're both saying. I just don't want to be pigeonholed into the front of the draft where I have to take that running back first. Yeah, because because I mean you do because there are. Running backs that you know, DeMarco Murray was the top scoring running back last year. He scored over, he scored 294 points. But you go back, you got running backs. that are, The top running back is putting up over 300 points a lot of the time. The top r- wide receiver last year was Antonio Brown. I think it was 245 points. The highest scoring wide receiver you've ever had is Calvin Johnson when he had his ridiculous near 2,000 yeah. season, yeah. and it was only 263 points. So. The fact is, if you're in those first three picks, you pretty much are forced to have to go running back just because of what the top points projected or, or, or potential are. You have you can't you can't divert. You remember, when we were talking. I was talking earlier in a podcast. I said, well, maybe I would take Daz, or maybe I'd take this. You can't. I think you have to go running back in those positions because of that. Mo, how
5: about this? If you get um, something, and this number is going to be different for people, but I'm going to say there's about seven running backs that I'm really comfortable with. If I draw a spot earlier than seventh, I'm going to trade it. I want to get, I'll trade that first and second round so I can get let's say picks seven and 18 as opposed to 124. Because to me, again, the number's going to change, but if I can get the first one through six, the first one through seven running backs, I'm happy. So if I got an earlier spot than that, I'm looking to trade back so I can get seven, pick seven and eighteen, or pick six and nineteen, and then after that, take my normal
0: position. I'll tell you that somebody is probably going to take something other than a running back in those first seven. So if you're comfortable with seven, you could even trade back to the eight or even the nine and take a shot and take a chance. I mean, it's that's taking a little bit of a chance if you're really only comfortable with seven. But my biggest problem in a, in a 12-man draft. If you're in that first or second spot, I hate the fourth round. Absolutely hate the fourth round, and even the end of the third. I think what you get in that third round in the in the in the 12 spot or, or the uh, 11 spot is so much better than what you're getting coming around the the end of the th- and the third and the fourth wrap around there at the uh, one spot. Or no, two I
3: the wrap the wrap around sure. toward the, the one it, it, it screws you early in the draft.
0: Yeah, it's a and bummer. You
3: get the benefit of the one, but again. How many people? What's the benefit of picking one? Is there? Is there? Are you picking the Marshall Falk? Are you? Are you having the clear cut, Dominator? The you, no. So I don't know if that's true. I want to see Hader and Peterson
2: because
4: I know, but that you know
2: guy what could be. But that's the, but that's the it whole. It doesn't thing. matter.
4: All he could do is return value. He can't exceed value. That's, that's, the, point. that's the point. That's the point. And that's the you problem. You can always, always exceed value
2: when you're drafting
3: later in the draft. Exactly.
2: All right, guys, I think this is an awesome podcast. I love you fellas for doing it out. Justin, all you guys are on East Coast time right now. But thanks I'm lovers. looking, I'm oh looking at 11, so it's 12 for you guys. Appreciate you guys hanging out late with us. And, um, you know, not going to give you any more accolades. We love you guys <laughs> being a part of the pyro team. Uh, good drafts. We're going to utilize this and, these, uh, and the pyro league itself. That's great content. This draft will be in Draft Kit version five, which is going to come out sometime in the next handful of days. Um, awesome stuff, guys. Dooney, give it up. Ingram, oh I'm not believing in it. <laughs> Bro, let's do I'm it. I'm not
3: talking about
2: it either. Yeah. All right, oh. fist, fist bumps across the way. Good Thanks job, for boy. coming up, guys. Appreciate it. Respect to you guys. Uh, let's do it. Pyros out. We're going to close it out with Mad Richard. Good loving.
0: Peace.
1: Your old pal failed you, huh, Chuck? Oh, couldn't rise to the occasion? Yes, the spirit was willing. Yeah, but the flesh was... uh...